Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, January 13th, 2023. Today on the Ether, NFT Happy Hour. Chat with One Planet. Polygon is number three in NFT volume. Hosted by Cosmos Joe. Let's take a listen. Like an hour ago, I was like, you know, I should get a co host and I was going to DM you even though it was last minute. Would you like to co host? And uh, I'll run through my news. Did and- other people Did other deny people you? Deny you? No, I didn't ask anybody no, else. You're you're the, like, you, no. no, no, you're the first person I thought of. Mm-hmm. You probably you you probably know you probably know a lot of things that I should be asking that I'm not going to ask because I am a total noob to one planet and Polygon for now. So I gave you the invite. Feel free, and I'm gonna I'll I'll let two minutes roll by and then um, I'll start with my little spiel. It's my first NFT happy hour in over a month. First one of 2023. One planet is here, so I'll, um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll get it going in about two minutes. Is that cool? Is there some kind, there of, background some kind of background music? No, I I am not as cool as as ONFT. I have not figured out the background music yet, but um, you could hum if you want, and then and then hopefully Finn can edit a bunch of that out for the uh, Terra Spaces version. I have a record player here. What's on my record player right now? I, got, I, got I, got, I have I have uh, I have a Harry Belafonte record on my record player right now, but uh, I don't think anyone wants to hear that except for me. Oh, actually, oh, I would like to hear that. There you go. That's what that's what he sounds like. Anyway, I'm going to I'm going to turn my mic off. I'll give everyone a minute or two to get in and then we'll we'll get started. Hi, everybody. This is like, what's going on. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. <clears throat> I just had some spicy salsa cheese, so like <clears throat> it's got in my throat a little bit. Um, excuse me, hold on. I got got. I'm okay though. I'm back. <laughs> Hello, Ed. How you been? Hello, D. Hi, medic man. How are you? Hey there. Hey, I'm doing great. Excited about being in this space, man. I've been reading a lot of Cosmos Joe's stuff. He's got great content. I'm looking forward to being in this space. Despite Thanks, man. I really, I really says, appreciate it. Smart. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. This is going to be a fun one. It's it's 2023. Um, first one of the year. I'm trying to upgrade a bunch of my content, and this is a great way to kick it off. Great way to kick it off. We got some suspects in the audience, but that's a whole nother story. Yeah, I was just talking to BS Lab about One Planet and uh, their upcoming launch. Really excited to to see them go live. I think that. Uh, in a couple of days, so really excited to learn about how to use One Planet because I'm definitely I got on the whitelist, got some whitelist for our for our team, and I'm going to be minting and uh, learn more about it. He was actually going to put us in connection with them about potentially doing something in the future with them as well. So excited about that too. I mean, it seems like a really nice platform and a lot of really great projects launching on it. Yes, you know I've, I've been 
I've been talking out of my, you know what, for like months. And I'm like, you know, Polygon looks like the natural landing place for NFT collections that are chasing liquidity, but also for any application that wants to be closely affiliated with Ethereum that needs microtransactions to work. So that's, to me, that's gaming, even though games are not going to be on the blockchain hundred percent. I was like, you know, I should take a close look at Polygon. And I've been saying this since like the summer. And now I guess I get to, you know, have that close look. So, well, uh, like I said, we'll get started in like a minute. I'll try to, I'll, I'll fire up some music, whatever. I'll, I'll get it going here. Just give me a sec. Yeah, I'll pull out that microscope. Want me to have like a team meeting. <laughs> Whoops. Hi, guys. <laughs> Rather be here. How y'all doing? <laughs> D-Benz, which, which project do you work with? I know I've been in a number of spaces with you and i'm trying to remember you work with a lot of different projects, no just don't one you? which Space one do you work with everything else Space is just for fun <laughs> ej is my guy he's amazing yeah he is he really is oh and you got you guys have crushed it don't know if you guys can hear that this is on my record player right now <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Harry Belafonte. No, I got Dion on the Belmonts on my record player. I actually saw him live not that long ago. He's still, he's still, he's still kicking and he's still torn. Anyway, we're not going to listen to that. I know uh, no one in here knows who that is except for maybe uh, Wolfman. But, um, but anyway, let me, uh, let me just intro the space. Hopefully Finn will, will do a good job editing here to make me look good. And uh, bands, I appreciate you co-hosting. Let me zip through the beginning part here. And uh, I have a lot of questions, a couple from my Telegram community. This will be really great to have, uh, to have one planet. So hello, everyone. Officially, this is NFT Happy Hour. Space is the first one of 2023. It's Friday the 13th, January 13th. And this spaces will be a multi-chain source for all things NFT. Uh, we covered lots of different chains last year. I'm going to branch out even further if I can. Hopefully continue to get good guests. Uh, and if you're listening on Terra Spaces to the recording, uh, this is Joe, aka Cosmos DeFi. That's my Twitter handle. That's me on YouTube. That's me on Medium and Gmail as well. And uh, you know, I'm just an NFT collector. I am not an artist. I'm not an NFT creator. So hopefully this Spaces is a learning experience for everybody, not just me. And today we get to talk about Polygon NFTs, my first time interacting with uh, Polygon at all, really. And uh, we'll copy, we'll, we'll, we'll cover some projects. Um, we'll, sorry, we'll cover the topic of projects that are moving to Polygon, migrating for whatever reason. And I think it's really interesting because I kind of, I saw this like months ago, like I said before, and luckily we have, we have, um, it's Edwin, right? From One Planet. Yes sir. yes, sir. Great. Okay. And One Planet is an NFT marketplace on Polygon and their 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 volume is really picking up and I saw the last 30 days this is according to Crypto Slam Polygon is the number 3 blockchain for NFT volume uh the last 30 days. So Ethereum obviously is number 1. Ethereum is like I don't know, 80% of all NFT volume in the world. And then Solana is a distant number two, but then Polygon, number three, the last 30 days, not too bad. 
And um, that's been a recent surge. I'm guessing a lot of it has to do with migrating projects. We'll get into that. Um, let me just round up the, uh, let me just round up the, um, the Cosmos ecosystem really fast because there are some cool things happening in Cosmos as usual. And number one thing I wanted to point out is that on Omniflix, they have an NFT mint. Uh, it's a personalized on-chain data NFT that you can mint through Omniflix right now. Um, it's it's omniflix.market uh, slash roundup. I think that's what it is. And you can go there, you can mint your personalized on-chain data into an NFT. So there's that. Uh, moving to Stargaze, um, Owlies, um, also known as uh, ONFT. I, I, I talked to Wolfman very briefly the other day and saw that they're building a cross-chain NFT minting platform. The UI looks really cool, really user-friendly, and hopefully we'll get a good look at that in the coming weeks, months. Uh, Rebels, one of my favorite projects, they're approaching 1 million stars in secondary market volume. Uh, Skelly's on fire. We'll talk about them in a second. And then Sunnyside Reapers actually has their um, mobile application for their game in testing. Uh, I'm going to get to test it. So hopefully next week when I do this, I'll have some info about that, but they're going to send me the link so that I could test their game. And that project, I'm pretty sure, I'm sure ONFT is is a close second, but Sunnyside Reapers probably has the most their NFTs and the most wallets in the Cosmos ecosystem, at least Stargaze, how the Stargaze is concerned. So it's, I think that's significant that they've gotten their game out in, I would say like a fair amount of time, right? Like six, eight months, something like that, since they started minting NFTs. Uh, territory, I've, I haven't been paying too much attention to Territory, but Starboys is, is a collection that's minting and they actually gave me some stuff to give away. So I'm going to give away a couple NFTs to people who have submitted questions for the conversation with One Planet. Um, and upcoming mints that I'm excited about. I haven't minted much the last month or so. I minted Maneki and I minted uh, Signal. And I think they're both here. I think they're both here. Yeah, they are. And I got the, I got the last mint for the Signal mint. I think they're only 74 or 75 in the collection. I got the last one. I minted a couple of Manekis. And then I took a break from crypto, really. And I'm definitely minting the upcoming um, Cosmos Coffee House mint. It's a very small collection. I think 250 is is the plan. I've been a part of that telegram for almost a year. And the, the same person who sets up the Cosmos Coffee House website, which is basically a dashboard for all things IBC, whether it be airdrops, white papers, faucets, NFTs, DeFi protocols, and links to other helpful resources. He is a real life artist and he decided about two or three months ago to start working on an NFT collection by himself. And that's exactly what he's been doing. I saw the concept a couple of weeks ago. I love it. They're kind of PFP style. They're AI generated art and I can't wait to mint that. Um, what else? What else? Um, I mentioned the crypto slam volume and just for stargaze volume the past week. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to bring that up in a sec. Sorry. It's oh space, uh, space galleys. Number one. That's what I said before. They're on fire. 308 sales on the secondary market in the last week, bad kids, which is like always in the top three. They're number two. Kajirans and other world. I think they just minted out recently. So now they're trading in a flurry on the secondary market. So, and stargaze punks always lingering near the top three. They're number five. So there's that. Um, that's all I got for my roundup with Cosmos. I want to give One Planet a chance to 
talk a little bit about themselves and uh, I'll turn my mic off, but yeah, welcome Edwin from one planet. Thanks for coming here to talk about polygon NFTs. Yeah, man. Thank you for having us over here. We're, we're back where we started, to be honest with you. We were originally in Terra and we started our launch pad in, on January 22nd, actually. So almost a year ago, we uh, started with the Road to Mars Archive project. And then after that, every week we were launching projects. And uh, towards like March, April, we started to onboard the, the bigger NFT projects on Terra, like the Lunables, Galactic Funks, Lavana. So, so Terra was our home base. And then the reason we migrated to Polygon was because of the Terra collapse. Um, we finally launched our marketplace on Polygon on September 6th. And uh, now we are going to start having more projects use the launchpad. We, we had our first project, Derby Stars used the launchpad in uh, November. They did a random box NFT and uh, we were able to try reveal function for their uh, NFT collection as well. But um, that's, just, that's just a brief story of wh where we started, uh, why we migrated and where we are now. But obviously we can dive deeper if we have any specific questions there. Oh yeah, I have lots of questions as you would imagine. Uh, I, let's start with some easy ones. Um, how many different marketplaces are there for NFTs on uh, on Polygon? Well, the one that you will see most of the market share on is OpenSea. Then I would say there's probably another five, uh, like Rarible is on Polygon. There's one called Tofu NFT. Uh, there's um, like an aggregator called Element. Um, there's a few others. Magic Eden also started to um, have a launch pad and, and they have some, some Polygon collections on their marketplace as well. Um, but yeah, there, there's quite a few on Polygon. Got it. And you know, your, your volume is increasing, so possibly able to support many marketplaces for sure. Uh, what, what's the highest volume collection on the platform? Well, the leaders have been Hellcats, the, their main collection, then their secondary collection, the Hellhounds, then Trippy Wolves and uh, Derby Stars. We just had a free mint on uh, two days ago, and it's called Nerdy Moody, and they, they've been having a pretty good amount of volume. Um, so yeah, those are the leaders right now. And... Offhand, do you know what was your biggest mint so far as far as volume? Like one transaction, I think we had one of the Hellhounds go for 4,000 USDC, I believe, or, or 4,000 Matic. Uh, but I think that's been the biggest one so far. So that's your biggest secondary market sale? Yes. Got it. So realistically, that's not that high. But your your overall volume on the chain is pretty is pretty big. So there's it sounds like there's a lot of small transactions happening rapidly on uh, on Polygon in general. Is that right? Well, you know what's interesting is that a lot of the volume for Polygon in general comes from gaming. So I would say that right now One Planet is probably one of the leaders when it comes to PFP projects. And most of that is coming from the projects that migrated from Terra. But a lot of the yeah, small 
small transactions are happening just based on games. Got it. Um, Ban, do you have any questions, like basic stuff for the platform that I missed? Um, not quite. I mean, I, I'm I'm already thinking about all the things that um, Animoca Brands that uses Polygon is going to be bringing. So I'm super bullish about Polygon, but that's just my personal like thing that has nothing to do with questions. I'm just super excited about. Um, but Mr. Maddox, he has a question. Hey, Joe. Hey, B Bands. Just going to make a comment. You're looking for some of the information about the volume on Polygon. Of course, the Trump. NFT collection has pumped a lot of volume into the Polygon ecosystem and, you know, in the last five or six weeks. And also the Reddit avatars have been a top 10 project as well. So we've seen a lot of volume and there's a few other projects that have gotten a lot of traction in the last two months, um, crypto unicorns and, and some of those. So it's an exciting time to be in the Polygon NFT ecosystem. Okay, that's good to know. I, I did I did play check out the platform a little bit this week, but I figured I'd wait to have this conversation before I decided what to mint. And I definitely don't expect you guys to to push any one project. So I'll I'll keep I'll steer clear of that. So you guys don't need to be uh, biased towards one project or one creator. But I want to talk about creators a little bit. Are there different minting options that you offer for creators whether they be you know solo artists or they come with their own developer or they're one of one artist versus large format generative artists are there different options for them yeah that's a good question and ultimately that is our goal right to have a very decentralized launch pad but right now the the process for us is uh, basically, understanding you know what the the what the mission, what the values of the of the project is, right? And so we do work on an individual basis with projects, and we provide the marketing support, the dev support, right? We build the the smart contracts for them, so it can legit be one person, one artist that just has a cool idea, and uh, we just build out the launchpad for them. Obviously, on their end, they would just have to be the the front facing person for their project and build their community and we just help their their idea come to life uh so so that's been our process right now you know we have projects like the hellcats that have 14 people in their team they have their own dev they have a full stack um uh, engineer with them they have two front end people community managers i mean they got the whole business right set up for them so it, we we we've been able to to work with uh, a big spectrum of uh, business models that projects have all right that that's good to know and there are a couple of artists in the audience right now that i noticed so they'll probably be very interested to hear about that so you're saying that you can supply the dev help for a solo artist who has their design has their project the the vision is 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 there they just need the technical and taken care of you guys can provide that Right, exactly. Yeah. So so we have everything set up for 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 that process. That that is the way that we are working with projects right now. But what is um, that yeah. um called? What is your program called that onboards art artists and stuff like that? I mean, it's a regular launchpad application. Like that's the so that's the first step that we 
send all creators to. It's uh, to, to that application. That way they can tell us where they are in the process, right? Because some projects are just in the initial ideation. Some projects already have art. Um, you know, some projects have already started building their communities. So for us, it's important to know at what phase they are in so that we can see how much support we need to provide for them. But I would say there's no really specific name for that right now. Do the, do the fees differ for, uh, let's say, a, a one-of-one artist as opposed to a large format, you know, 10K generative art collection? No. No, the fees are the same, right? Because uh, right now our goal is to build that infrastructure to the point where we uh, don't need to provide as many resources. And so then founders and builders can just come in and use the infrastructure that we have on the back end on their own, right? Without needing um, so much curation or so much support. Uh, but right now, yeah, the, the, the fees are flat for for every project because we provide the same services for every project can you share the fee structure so right now the launch pad is a 10 percent fee for everything right so it's for the the marketing support the onboarding and uh, so for example we host twitter spaces and we have one that's specific for the launch pad projects and uh, we're able to bring in uh, our ambassador Dave, who hosts his own Twitter Spaces, and he's very well known in the Polygon community. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the dev support, right? So, if there is any custom contracts or anything specific that the project founders would need, that's something that's included in that. Um, going from the launchpad, launchpad to the marketplace, it's done automatically. Um, there, there's a couple of things that we you know, are trying to build as well to add more functions to the NFTs. Like, for example, being able to reveal your NFTs, just giving the founders the opportunity to have that. Like, for example, we had Red Gang here a few minutes earlier, but they have their barns, right, and on Juno. And just being able to give the creators that, like, right off the bat, for them to just be like, oh, I can come up with one graphic. And then from there in the back, have the the nfts uh but the having your community go through a reveal process uh, in the future we will add um like a assemble disassemble feature where you can like build a robot right you can combine parts put something together or uh, you can sell it like sell it as a robot then when somebody buys it they can disassemble it and build their own robot and that's something that's included in that right so all of those type of functions are the type of uh just dev support that we want to provide for all the artists so that they can just make their idea come to life. And, and that's included in your 10% cut that the uh, platform takes. Yeah. Yeah. All of that's the same. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, there are a couple artists here. I'm sure they're listening very intently. I see tangled here. I see Maria Cosmos coffee house was here and um, they're, uh, they're, they're established. Well, they're, they're, they have collections in Cosmos or are about to mint their first collection in Cosmos. So they'll definitely be de definitely interested in hearing that. Um, Bans, anything else about the, uh, the platform no, that just, you could think of? No, I, I can't because I actually honestly just was excited to to get on here and, and listen about what's going on. But um, my, I think it's very extremely smart that One Planet is doing that onboarding because this is becoming a creator like environment. Um, because 
XRP. There's a whole bunch of other companies that are trying to onboard artists and get them on their chains to, you know, you know, be 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 loyal to them, but also saying that they want to help them get on the blockchain, give them the dev support and help them to be build their, you know, NFT or their creation. So I think it's extremely that you guys are going with in all the smart money is going in that direction. So a lot of respect. I just bought I just some. Bought okay. I bought some uh, poly lions because I was bored and I like the way they look. Okay. So <laughs> I get into these, ha into these moods where I'll go into one planet or I'll go into other places and I'll buy like dead projects or like very, very slow project that nothing is going on because it, it just reminds me how, um, how fickle our environment, our NFT environment is because the poly lions is a good project. There's nothing wrong with it, but it just, there's something new. There's something shiny and it's come up, you know? You, you know, I bought lions exactly like this on another blockchain that I won't name because it's, it's a blockchain that probably no one here knows, but I, lazy like said, lions? it was a lazy lion spinoff on a chain. That's definitely not in the top 100 of, of coin gecko. And I think what you said is interesting. You said I was bored. I was bored is, is the reason for, I would say like more than half of the NFT purchases that most people make, but it's also, it's also the reason for 50% or more of the selling of NFTs that I think people, people make, they're like, Oh, what do I, they stare at the NFTs. Like I'm going to sell something cause I'm bored and boredom. Definitely. I think for NFTs, boredom kind of drives volume a little bit, maybe, maybe a good amount. I don't know. I think, I think NFTs were born out of like the COVID lockdowns of, you know, of boredom. So Maybe that's part of the uh, the mentality of the collectors as well as some of the uh, creators who took advantage of that downtime. You know, what's interesting is that on Polygon, we've been hearing a lot more about the, the culture, right? And, and I think part of that is it comes with boredom. Like when people, when you don't know what to do, you check your Twitter account, you take a look at the Twitter spaces that are going on and you look at the content creators and their threads, uh, right? And they're discussing different projects or they're discussing like something that's about to drop in a week or there's some kind of speculations or something. But ultimately that, that culture building around the projects and the founders and the teams is what makes the the nft projects so successful right being able to create the stories and 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 all of that is around culture and it usually comes out of boredom right where founders are here trying to take your attention away and then if you're bored you're going to be paying attention to what they're doing and and then buying and selling nfts is one of those ways to to take that entertainment out well i think i think we bond in our boredom and then the nfts give us some symbol or some message to to kind of rally around and then that's how the the communities are built and how the culture is uh is is you know the direction of the culture is um how it happens um i know i pick bitcoin just took the mic but before he asked his question i just want to ask if you guys have any how do projects get selected for that that upcoming project menu that scrolls across your page is that part of the launch pad because I noticed that your website really does a nice job highlighting certain projects. Yeah, yeah. So that initial banner, we're we're always going to highlight our like most recent events, right? So for example, the projects that are going to be on the launch pad, it's a must that they that they're there just so that whoever visits our 
page sees that as, as the first thing, right? Uh, then I would say, you know, we have an events tab as well. One thing that we hope that we hope we we can differentiate ourselves with is being able to provide some custom events for projects. And so we'll always have that in the banner. If there's any new project that we're listing with like a specific feature, we'll have them on the banner. Like for example, right now you would see the Derby Stars random box reveal, right? That's still going on. Uh, and then the new one that we just added is the Dustland, uh, the project. And what's cool about them is that they can use their DOS token in order to trade their NFTs, right? So, so we're trying to add utility to a project's token as well, which is something that, you know, we feel it's unique to us that not, not many other marketplaces do. So you guys so you allow other projects to list their or utilize their tokens within your marketplace? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, uh, that's one of the, the unique features that we hope attracts more liquidity, attracts more, um, you know, the community of those specific projects to come and explore, right? Because they come in for the specific purpose of using their DOS token or their tower token to trade their NFTs for their ecosystem. But once they're there, you know, and they see the launchpad and they see, you know, the, the projects that are leading in volume and they might get curious about that as well, right? So ultimately for us, we, we hope that we can build a, a one-stop shop where community members can just have that as their homepage, you know, and, and just come and hang out and take a look at what other projects are doing. Oh, that, that's really cool. I, I was going to ask about other tokens, but let me let me let I pick Bitcoin ask his questions. And for people that don't know, um, I pick Bitcoins helped me make some NFT content on my channel, you know, several months back. So um, I know he's got a lot of insights. Hey guys, thanks for the mic. Um, really quick, and you kind of just answered this question, but what is your competitive advantage over the other exchanges right now? And also, what is your current marketing strategy in an in an environment like this to attain new NFT projects? Right. Um, I kind of dive into a lot of different marketplaces and I see that there's a lot going on. What would kind of separate you from the rest of the pack? Yeah, uh, Matic, man, I want to let you start off with this and I can jump in after. Edwin, I'll let you speak to more, some more of the technical uh, aspects of what we do at One Planet. But I think, and that's a great question, I think one thing, uh, a niche that we've found and one thing that uh, sets us apart from all the other marketplaces. I'll give you an example. We just had one of our new projects that uh, migrated from Harmony to Polygon, and they just wrote this in a thread a few days ago. Uh, they said, I heard someone ask yesterday, why one planet? Here's our answer. Because they genuinely care about their people. They don't just say it, they show it every day. That seems like a simple concept, but it's a rare find. This is why one planet. And I'm new to the team, um, but before I came on board at One Planet, I was already a big fan. I got to know the team. I visited the headquarters in Seoul and you know, South Korea. It's a great team, very talented. I'm amazed, Joe, like the, the CEO Price is only 30 years old. He looks like a teenager. They have a young team, but they're so talented. I mean, they're incredible and uh, very driven, hardworking but they really care about their projects. And uh, before I came on board as content manager, I was uh, an ambassador for them. And I've said it often, if I, even if I wasn't officially an ambassador for One Planet, I would be an ambassador for One Planet because you know I'm, I'm just big about building the Polygon ecosystem and they are playing such a big part in it. So yeah, uh, uh, that's 
that's why I think we've been able to set ourselves apart, just the personal touch. Well, well, you guys, like you, like, like it sounds from what, um, what Edwin was saying before, you guys really helped the creators quite a bit and, and the platform is really easy to use. So, and I'll let, I'll let Edwin chime in as well, but I think that definitely makes a difference for attracting not only buyers, sellers, but also the, uh, the creators. Yeah. Just to add a little bit of um, the technical um, advantages that I, that I could say, and I spoke to these already, but uh, being able to let the creators essentially use tools without needing dev help, right? Like I, we, we think that's huge because then what that does is it really just lets them be more um, forward-looking, right? And, and, you know, one thing that we hear a lot about is like, what, what, what can an NFT do, right? What's the utility? What, what, what can I do after I buy it? And so for us, our goal is to add a little bit on our end to that. And so that's where simple things like being able to reveal your, your NFT, add some, some fun component to it, right? Uh, being able to use your native token, add some fun to it. Um, you know, opening a pack in, in a few weeks, uh, we have Cypher Wars that's going to be launching. It's going to be on the 26th. And they are going to have uh, collect collected parts, right? Like, like that you can play with them. And what's, so, so one thing that's cool, I'll tell you here, and this is our goal to, to work with innovators that have these ideas. So in a physical card, you have the front end and then you have the back end, right? And then, or the front of the card, back of the card. In the, in the digital world, isn't it crazy that we can have multiple backs of cards? And that's what they want to explore. So they're going to have the front of the card, which at each level, each rarity, it, it grows in, um, in media. So for example, the, the first common level is just to the, the second level, you add some animation to it. And the most rare level, it has... Um, sound it has uh, just different levels of animation added to it it's hollow right so there's different levels to that but then in the back end you there's a back end that tells you the description of the card there's a back end that tells you how you can use it to play the game there's a there's so there's four different bags and so for us we're going to have the ability give them the ability to reveal the pack and open their either three card pack or five card pack but then also how are they going to view the four backs so, so things like that, you know, is where we hope that we can differentiate ourselves with and work with creators to to make their vision come to life. Are, are you the only platform that can do that, or is that more of an attribute of of NFTs themselves? Well, I don't know if there's another platform that does that. Maybe there is, but I haven't seen any. Um, but you know, it, it, it overall, it's about. Uh, thinking about the digital asset, right? And how you can add more, um, more ways to use NFT tech. Like that, that's really it. Like we don't have to con con contain it to a physical world. No, I, I agree. And um, um, I pick Bitcoin. Does that answer your question or do you have a follow-up? Yeah, no, that answered my question, but I do have another one. Do you, do you see um, NFT for music being something that you guys would onboard? Is there enough? Uh, demand right now i see it growing more and more um over the past few months is it something that you guys would be adding on or do you not see a benefit to it 
right now over the next six to 12 months until it more matures. So to be honest with you, the first project we launched on Terra had music attached to it already. So, so we have done that in the past. Um, I think what's important for us is just how, how is the artist or how is the founder packaging that, right? Like what, what, what's coming along with the music and, and the art and all of that. So yeah, we're, we're definitely open to exploring that. Cool. Uh, hey, Rec Gang. Yeah, Rec Gang. What's up? Hey, Joe. I came to show one planet. Uh, so if OpenSea is Walmart, one planet is Tiffany's. If OpenSea is the Holiday Inn, one planet is a boutique hotel. It's not as big as the other marketplaces, but they offer outstanding curated you know, services that fit your needs. They'll work with your collection very intimately. They'll develop, you know, whatever tech you guys think will add value to your NFT project. And all the collections on one planet are KYC'd very thoroughly. So you can kind of trust that whatever you find on that marketplace is of the highest quality. And I think that's one of the biggest differentiator. There's a huge amount of trust um, when you're purchasing NFTs on one planet compared to something like OpenSea where there's 99.9% .9 of rugs. Everything gets listed there, right? There's no help from OpenSea whatsoever. So, um, yeah, I like to coin the term boutique hotel for one planet. Small, but very Small. luxurious. And, uh, and uh, no, I appreciate that. And um, I've never heard anyone say that 99% of a platform's volume are rug pulls, but that this is recorded. So this will be a great clip a year from now. But no, thanks, man. I, I'm, 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 I'm joking, obviously. I'm, I'm joking, obviously, man. I listened to some of your space today when you were also uh, involved in, a, in hosting a Polygon space. But no, I appreciate it. And that definitely helps because I think for, for artists, they want some other services, right? They Like an artist just wants to scale you know, they're, you know, reach a larger audience. Like this is how artists scale is through NFTs and they might not have the tech know-how and they might not have absolutely no interest in learning it and they don't want to pay a dev and or maybe pay multiple devs and then go through a, long, a lengthy process and then have to deal with the platform on top of that. So I think um, some of the artists that are in the audience right now, I see Signal, I see Cosmos Coffee House. I saw Tangle. Oh, yeah, Tangled is there. I see Maria there. Um, I think for them, and I'm not an artist, so I don't know everything that goes into making a collection, but I've just heard that it's, it's not the easiest thing if you are a pure artist where you just want your art to be on a blockchain, digital. You want to scale it. You want to reach a big audience. These kinds of services make a huge difference. And I don't think that the fees that you talked about are out of line at all with the, the fees of any other platform that I've heard. So I, I'm assuming that they like what they hear. And um, we'll, I'll, I'll, let, um, I'll let Matic Man chime in again, and then we'll go to Hero. I'm guessing that's Gene. Get yeah, Matic Man. Thank you, Cosmos Joe. I'm glad you were able to be in the space earlier today, hosted by Rec Gang. So you know a little bit about their community already. What an incredible community. I was in a space earlier this week that they co-hosted with some people from the Utes community. 
And uh, I didn't know that Cameron Bright, you know, the, the well-known movie star, Twilight, X-Men, so forth, that he's like part of the rec gang. I didn't even know that. I was in that space and he started speaking. And then I'm like, wow, this guy's following me. So let me follow it. But I didn't know they're a high level community. And Ryan Wyatt is an absolute rock star. You got to hear from him today. And, you know, just being in the Polygon community, it's funny, you can be called an OG if you've been somewhere for like 18 months. So I guess I'm OG. And just seeing the, uh, the, advancement that Polygon's made in the last 18 months. And Ryan Wyatt's been a huge part of that. But it's great to hear. I think the best thing, if you want to know about a marketplace, if you could talk to the projects that they work with, and we're really thankful for projects like the Rec Gang and just the support they give us. We love those guys. No, I appreciate that. I was able to listen to a little bit. And uh, Berserker, you are a fantastic host, I have to say. As much as you guys like to joke around and meme around on Twitter. You rec gang is everywhere and they are assets that we were able to get from the, uh, from the terror collapse. You guys are part of the fallout, but I definitely appreciate you guys. Yeah. They uh, can be asses, but they can, they be, can assets. be assets. I've never, I've never thought they were asses, <laughs> but I uh, know uh, Gene, what do you got, man? Dang. You guys are speaking about asses over here and <clears> that <throat> I'm eating some tacos and hearing you guys speak. Bro, these tacos, I kid you not, bro. They're actually not tacos. They're called panuchos because um, they're made from uh, Yucatan, um, where Cancun is at, and is different cuisine. And, man, they're bomb. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway. Guy's got NFTs and tacos, <laughs> but not really tacos. And he's loving life on a Friday. That sounds like a name of your new spaces is tacos and NFTs. Morning show. Morning show. I would say happy hour taco truck NFTs. Done in all in. <laughs> Where do I invest the token? Um, no, guys. Uh, <clears throat> so one, thank you, uh, Joe, for hosting this space. Um, Edwin, that's that's Edwin and from One Planet, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's awesome. Up, Shout out yep. to Edwin. Um, bands. Uh. I've seen you everywhere. Let me follow you back. Okay, follow it back. Sorry for not following you back there. I'm slacking. You're forgiven. It's okay. Uh, this all I needed. Forgiveness <laughs> is the path of love. And then we got the Matic Man. Uh, Matic Man. <clears throat> uh, dude, I seen this Matic Man. He's kind of like the Joe of Cosmos, literally. Um, this man is everywhere. And then lastly, uh, we got Red Gang. Red Gang, you guys know the love we have for you guys. Um, you love guys you inspire too, us. Seriously, bro. I can't wait to like just eat tacos together, my guy. Hopefully that happens one time. And then oh NFT too. You guys are killing it. Uh lastly, I want to say one thing. And and TSAs, uh, we hold you guys to so NFTs forever. Um, no, I just wanted to say that whatever's happening right now, you know, this whole boom of Polygon, it is incredible. Um, obviously there was some, you know, some business done with uh Luna and that was able to, you know, uh I guess cross pollinate into now what what we call cosmos there's a lot of stargaze projects here like like cosmo or like uh like joe was saying guys do reach out to the one planet team you know we got maria um we got uh you know lots of artists here do reach out to them they are great 
And we also we have a, a little surprise. I'm not going to say anything, but <clears throat> it's a little surprise, um, you know, coming on on one planet. And the surprise is for hero holders. Um, so, yeah, so we'll eventually be working with one planet and we can even like review if you guys like, uh, you know, how how easy or complex it is to work with them. Um, but one thing that I also wanted to mention is that the CEO, uh, it was the Matic Man and Utes, and I think Rectang was there, was there too in one planet. The CEO uh, of, you know, a Polygon was saying that whoever needs help, he was literally saying to reach out to him for, for, for anything that they needed and that he could connect, you know, connect you guys. And so even, even Edwin too from, from one planet, there's, like, I think, I think there's like a chat of like NFT creators. So guys, this is for everyone to win. You know, there are times where like, yeah, you get to be very competitive, you know, and, you know, try to give the most that you can. And I think right now there is a lot of opportunity for everyone and it, it seems friendly right now. Right now it seems friendly. You know, we have, we've had a lot of PVP in, in, in Cosmos, unfortunately. Um, but it seems very friendly right now, very open. So to anyone listening, do reach out, you know, if you have ideas and you want to create this, this is popping right now, you know, and especially with youths coming over, even youths um, themselves, they are looking for people to partner with. So, yeah, guys, it's a big opportunity. Um, and and go out there and, you know, seek, seek, seek the opportunity. One, one, one question I have, Joe. <clears throat> um, so, so <laughs> Polygon uh, being, um, you know, so it's not IBC enabled, but it's, it's within the Cosmos ecosystem. Do we have a platform that can transfer NFTs over yet or not yet? Like back and forth from Polygon to the Cosmos? I think Cosmos? I think Rec Gang might be. Yeah, Rec Gang's hand went up right away. Yeah, yeah. that was Rec quick. Gang that might was be fast. the ones. He's like, Joe doesn't know this. I'll answer for him. I'm here to help, Joe. And uh, full disclosure, I think you're the best host out there. So... Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, boy. We're going to start flirting with each other hey, right now. It's Friday. Jesus. Wow. wow. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, Gene. Um, Axelar is in testnet for this. Uh, Dave actually reached out to us. I think it was two days ago. It's in full motion. Should be ready Q1 2023. So by March, you will be able to transfer your NFTs from Polygon. Shut the front door. Wait, there's one caveat. Um, I'm not sure about Stargaze. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, uh, Stargaze needs to implement those smart contracts. You know how they're semi permissioned. And I remember having a chat with. Um, I guess what was it? I don't remember who it was from Stargaze, but anyways, uh, they have to push him through. It may not be a priority because they'd rather have the ICS standard come out first for the multi-chain interchain NFTs. But on technically Q1 2023, something like Terra or Juno, which is totally permissionless, you'll be able to transfer NFTs using Axelar Bridge. From there to Polygon to ETH to whatever coins Axelar already supports. So uh, there's a lot of chains there coming. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Thanks for that, man. Whoa. Thank that was heavy off, bro. That was huge. We need to break that shit down. You know what's funny? I, 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 saw, the, uh, I saw the Axelar team in person. 
and I didn't even talk to them. So now I'm, I'm regretting not like walking up to them and saying, Hey, what about NFTs in the middle what of the What made you not want to talk to them? Um, it, it was a very crowded place and there were lots of people to talk to and I just didn't get there. So I had to DM them after the fact. Say, hey man, next time I definitely want to chit chat. And I, I don't think my talk is appropriate for like a chill happy hour anyway, because I'm asking questions like that they just don't want to talk about when they're not at work. But ne- next time I'll be able to, uh, I'm going to definitely, the first thing I'm going to ask is about, is about that. So thank you for that, uh, for that alpha. Hey, Berserker, while you were um, talkative, um, did I hear correctly that every collection on one planet is KYC? Everyone that launched, uh, well, why, why are you asking me? Edwin's here. I thought it was only on the launch pad. Okay, my bad. Uh, no, you so, said it. Yeah, so, so we, we KYC the launch pad and the marketplace listings, but the. the <laughs> happened... Well, <laughs> Wolf and cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> there were there, there have been two that we haven't, and that was the Trump NFTs and the Reddit NFTs. So every other collection has gone through that process. Though. Thank you very much. And uh, Gene, enjoy your tacos. Buen provecho, sir. Thank you, guys. Um, Matic Man on one Matic Man. Yeah, the KYC issue. I was talking with the project that's considering um, One Planet, and they were asking me about the KYC. They said, isn't that the whole idea of decentralization, not having to have KYC. And, and I was talking with them about the rationale. And I know uh, we have a project that's also listed on one planet. And they were somewhat apologetic when we were applying this. Oh, sorry, you have to go through this KYC. And I was actually thankful that there was a platform that wanted to do the KYC because there are a lot of, I don't know if it's 99% on different platforms, but there are too many rug pulls out there. So I'm glad for the protection that one planet's giving the community through kyc yeah that's a differentiator you want to buy some decentralized unknown collection you can do that somewhere else right like you know it's just a a way of doing things differently on their launch pad and having some sort of accountability some sort of rug protection i guess you know it's not foolproof obviously but to I don't think KYC protects us from anybody. It's, it's not KYC for everyone because the Trump collection did not. Uh, I mean, President KYC. Trump came out and said that he supports that collection. So, you know, like, uh, do you need more than that? <laughs> but I, I think Wall Street's a proven record that, that KYC doesn't um, protect anyone from anything. So, you know, it's, it's nice that that's there, but it's not like it's any kind of any layer of protection in any way whatsoever. <laughs> If you're stealing a lot of money, I agree. But if you're stealing small amounts, it could deter you. And there have been lawsuits against people that rugged NFT collections, and they have been, you know, sued uh, for pretty large amounts. So there is a precedent here of of uh, legal repercussions if you don't if you all rug. All right, guys. Sorry to interrupt. So, have have so a good day, man. Medic men who are scared. No, just kidding. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, take, take it easy, Gene. And uh, let me let me just jump in on the uh, on the KYC issue. I think that I think that um, a platform that uses KYC as one of the selling points, it can be done in an ecosystem where there's so much volume that multiple platforms can be supported. And this is just one of the selling points of their platform. And I think I think that's the main thing. If there was the if there's only one platform, and there were you know certain features that not everyone like they're going to leave the blockchain completely but i think polygon i mean there's there's a lot of volume here and i know volume in relation to ethereum 
it's it's you can't compare. But at least they're part, they're technically part of the Ethereum ecosystem, even though. And um, it was Berserker who said this. I mean, they're they're part of Cosmos too. I think that the fact that Polygon can can support multiple platforms, you could have these features kind of paraded out by the different platforms. And, you know, over a year or two, you'll see which features can be kept, which features can be modified, which features can be kind of abandoned completely. Hey, Joe, may I have a follow-up to the question? Absolutely. Good. So uh, either Edwin or Medicman, what is the actual process of um, this KYC? Do, do, do collect, uh, collection founders need to submit a passport or a driver's license or... That's a good question. Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Berserker, would you like to take a stab at this? I know you got experience. You said Berserker? You said Berserker? They requested DNA, uh, passports, (laughs) um, social security number, um, face uh, identification, and then they have like um, for your eye. I'm just playing. (laughs) Biometrics. You know, actually, actually, it it wasn't that. Um, difficult. Definitely, just need to provide some ID for your, you know, passport, so forth for your core team. And I was again really thankful. As someone said, it doesn't. There's no 100% way you can um, rub proof a project. But I do think it would be very difficult for that person to do a rug later. You know, in the space now, with now any KYC, you can rug one project, then go and start another one and rug that one as well. At least if one project is rugged, we can make that known to the community and that person would be, it'd be difficult for him to do another rug. That's a good point because I I know on Stargaze, there have been intentional and unintentional rugs and you have to go chasing down wallets and then see which wallets are connected to what. And then by the time you do that, it might not, people may have lost the the interest anyway in knowing who was responsible for the rug. Offering stargaze names does too. If uh, if somebody under a certain stargaze name is trusted, and then all of a sudden they rug, right? They can't use that again. And yeah, I think I think that's I think that's one way to do it. That's one way to do it. And I and I, I'm 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 fifty fifty on KYC. I think reputation is more important than KYC. The stargaze names um, it it allows the artist and the creator, the team to build reputation so that if the artist doesn't want to dox completely, they have an option there. I, 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 I'm, I don't know. That's like, he just did 12, 100. So he's, and I am doxed, right. But I'm just saying I very much, no, I'm with you. I think there should be just multiple options. And then, you know, there are some artists who believe that, they don't ever need to dox because they're not promising anything except they want to get their art out there. I think the stargaze names feature is perfect for them, but you got to remember in the next like three years, five years, a lot of people buying NFTs, it will be their first NFT, right? So they might want to hear, Oh, KYC, pl- this pl- platform is KYC friendly. I'm going to go here for my the first NFT. Throw anyone into NFTs and into crypto is to make sure they get rugged right away. <laughs> that's true actually that happened and to Wolfman's me. gonna make sure that happens no i'm just playing <laughs> listen i got kids hand off let me let me let me let's go to the hands yeah bands is right let's go to the hands kit kit why don't you uh let's reset we're gonna go to kit first and i want to get to community questions as well we'll go to kit and then we'll go to um we'll go to space ape society i don't know if that's harry or or, or who that is but kit you're first 
Well, I have a community question, so if that's going to deter... Sure, no, good. You've been waiting a while. Okay. Well, I'm very curious of how Polygon works and One Planet works. So with the KYC, um, I understand when you mint out and do custom contracts, uh, it's not baked into the contract unless it's put into there just automatically at royalty fee. Now... If someone's doing a custom contract and working on Polygon, which can do cross-chain, uh, do you offer that royalty added to it, or do everyone does a custom contract has to rate it in? Yeah, we we make sure that our platform honors the royalty that the creators want, but we also make sure that the contract it can be picked up by OpenSea, for example. Right, we we're not going to take that option away from the creators to to go somewhere else, right? There is no exclusivity for them to only be with us um, after we create their contract. Okay. And then my second question I had, and then I'll be done, is the Polygon burn mechanism for just random drops. I'm not sure if things are peer-to-peer review and with the KYC or not for contracts, but when people just randomly drop things, do you have a burn wallet address or do you just have a burn mechanism? So my understanding is that you can, I mean, you can airdrop to any wallet you want on Polygon, which is one of the reasons why a lot of people have a negative stigma around Polygon because in the past, let's say like two years, it was super cheap to just airdrop any NFTs to people and, you know, hoping that you, they can scam them. So, so that, so there is that, uh, but there is a way on Polygon scan that you can burn those NFTs and they're all, there is also a wallet. I think it, if you enter a wallet and you end it with like the number zero or something, I think that's another way that you transfer the NFT to that it gets burned. So there are multiple ways to, um, get rid of NFTs that you don't want. All right, thank you. Those those are really good questions. Um, Space Ape Society, you're up. How you doing? Hey, Joe, how you doing? Awesome, man. Awesome. Um, I guess it's it's not a question, more like um, a bit more of a resolution to how people, well, how you can not negate the KYC, but more like like I'm more of a person that does it doesn't want to be KYC, for example, like, like I believe in like the decent design decentralization, but like we do things where like, say if we host a, an event, I will be there. So you'll be able to meet me in person. So I think like you said, having to give my identification to the community is fine because they have people that are in my community to the greater community. I don't think it's necessary or relevant, but I do think it's relevant that the uh, the launch pad that you're working with has your information retained. But I think more than anything, the way you can negate this is having a company's LLC. Like if you're an NFT project out there, you you need to think less of an NFT project and more of a business because it is a business at the end of the day. The way you run the project, the way the project is handled from top down, it is a business. It's a, it's a way for people to make money. It's a way for people to um, be able to get into a different set of, like you say, uh, it's an, it's a, for us, it's clusters, it's a certain way of uh, an income, um, and also it's taxable. So it's a business at the end of the day. 
So for me, I always say to negate something like that and weave the weak from the strong is always looking at what kind of business plan you have. And like that's the right why reason I always say it's a business because if you don't have a business plan or a strategy or a marketing strategy, how you're going to make your project successful, you're not really in the space with the right mentality because, yes, growing a community is important, but having a strategy on how to grow your community is even more important because I think that's what sets your side from falling at the wayside because if you implement the right strategy or a strategy that you think will be successful, you're more likely to uh, have a better positive outcome than have a negative outcome. And that same goes with the people that invest in your project or buy into your project is if they see a structure or a development there where you can uh, see a clear path of projection for that project, then they're more likely to come on board with that project. Um, So I guess that's my kind of answer to why KYC is not as important. What more important is what the project outlay looks like as a development of a business than having to have, or here's my idea and here's my identification of who I am. I, I, I'm happy to hear you say those things. I In the future, and I know it's not going to be the near future, I definitely see the platforms that also serve as launch pads, nurturing that small business structure. And Because a lot of the NFT creators that get into the space, I don't think they realize that they're a small business right away. And I think that's part of the reason why some of the projects fizzle out, you know, and, and it's a quote unquote rug pull when I don't think it's intentional. I just think that that business mentality, that that approach is not taken. I think most of the, the marketing or whatever you want to call it is upfront. And then once the mint happens, um, the socials become less active. The discord kind of goes dark. The marketing is, is just not as focused because there's no plan. And then people start losing interest. And all of a sudden there's like a, there's that fear trade in the secondary market. And with NFTs, one whale wallet unraveling on the secondary market can tank the whole project's price. And that sometimes makes people believe, oh, the project's dead, it's over. What are the, what are the creators going to do at that point? And, and I think that's responsible for a lot of unintentional rug pulls. So yeah, I don't have much to add to what you said. I think you, you phrased it really well. And I just wanted to say I'm happy to hear one of the top projects with that mentality. And maybe that's why you're one of the top projects on a, on Stargate. So thanks for that. And I know, I know Matic man, you've been waiting a while. Feel free to add on or change the subject. Um, bands your next and then Wolfman. Yeah, I was just going to add Joe before you, before you pass on. Sure. Mic, sure. Mic. Sure. I, th- I think like you say, you know, a lot of people deliver a roadmap. I think a roadmap should be uh, something that's um, malleable or something that you can alternate or change or whatever, depending, shape it, depending organically, depending on how your project changes. Because like you say, we had an outlook at the beginning of this project to what the outlook looks like now is totally different. But I think it's important to have projections of periods of time. For example, what does Q3 of 2023 look like to what does Q2 of 2024 look like? As long as we understand this project has legs of where he wants to, or like I said, they may fail in a certain part because of lack of funding or lack of this and that but if they've established uh, 
scenarios of what what could happen with outcomes i think it always sets that apart from other projects where they're just looking at the short term and looking at the the foreground of what things look like but not assessing what the landscape looks like in 12 to 18 months yeah and i think just having that outlook gives you a chance to survive the most horrific bear market that you can imagine and i i've said this before in spaces a million times and i don't want to change the subject but i really think that in the next bull market I really think minting NFTs should be looked at as riskier than buying into established projects that are maybe not as exciting because they've been around for a while and they don't have that, that new mint hype. And I would like to see more attention paid to the projects who had these business-like outlooks that allowed them to survive you know, a UST DPEG, a complete collapse of a layer one currency. They migrate chains, they find new homes, they, ca- they bring their communities with them. And I feel like that's a way less risky NFT purchase than minting something new just because it's fun. So anyway, that, that's, that's always been my thinking. So I definitely appreciate you chiming in, man. I always love to hear, hear you know, the top creators talk about the way they go about their, their business. Um, um, Matic, man, I know you had your hand up and then I'm going to go to bands and Wolfman, then I'm going to go to my community questions. Cosmos, Joe, you hit the nail on the head. Couldn't agree more. And the space, uh, you know, I, the space ape society. I've heard a lot about your project, and if you're the founder, I understand now why it's done so well. I'm very articulate, and what you said, uh, just spot on, man. I really appreciate it. I just wanted to leave one final thought about uh, one planet. I hope you don't leave here just thinking, okay, one planet KYC. That's such a small part of the process, and that is actually outsourced. You know, when you're working with the One Planet team or a community, uh, maybe there's things you don't want the community to know. Really, that's outsourced. So it's not like the One Planet team, they're looking at all your stuff and trying to find out all about you. They, they do outsource that because we do think the KYC is important to protect the community. But One Planet is far more than a KYC issue. Okay. Hey, I got, I just got a message and I want to give, I want to give Edwin last word because he's got to bounce off. And then I definitely don't mind doing another like 20 minutes or so of general NFT chat. This is the first one of the year. So I'm all amped up as you could probably hear, but yeah, Edwin, man, whatever you want to talk about, you could definitely bring it up and we'll, I would love to do this again since you're cutting us short a little. Yeah, I got another five minutes here. We can take some more questions. All right, can, Bands and uh, Wolfman, you mind if I just, I got a couple community questions from people in my I can Telegram. Wait, wait. Uh, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. I want to just ask about um, migrating projects, right? We had D Gods or, or um, Utes coming over. Are they coming over because the platform makes a deal with them or is attracted to them or is it because the blockchain is a little bit of both and is one planet prime to attract some projects from other chains because i really think that right now in the bear market projects should go looking for liquidity and i think in a bull market liquidity should go looking for projects are there plans are there strategies more importantly to attract projects to your to your uh your platform yeah, so in regard to youths and their migration, they were looking for ways to grow their own their own brand, right? And they felt like being in Polygon would give them that opportunity to continue to grow their brand 
to you know in, into places where, where they maybe wouldn't have their relationship opportunities on Solana or on other chains. They did get a three million grant from Polygon to bring their collection over. So so that's a fact. That's something that they shared with their community. But you know they they wanted to make sure that the community understood that the focus or the re main reason was because they see that there's a lot of legacy brands like Nike and like Reddit, right? And Starbucks, and they're all building and using Polygon in the back end and creating easier ways on the front end for their users to to get onboarded into Web3 technology and NFTs, right? So, so they see that as opportunities to create relationships and give the youths community uh, just exposure to that, right? So imagine seeing youths on the Starbucks loyalty rewards in some way, right? Um, so, so that those he pointed out, Frank, that those were some of the main reasons why he felt like going to Polygon would make a lot more sense to him and uh, for his community. In regard to us in specific, yeah, I mean, we're always, you know, reaching out. Projects are always talking to us as well. We've had some projects from Solana ask, you know, if we can support migration. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we've done it right from Terra to Polygon. So we have the experience. And, you know, as, as we talked about it earlier, our goal is really just to find those projects that are trying to innovate and push the space forward. That way we have a challenge as well, right? And we can continue to grow our platform and move forward um, the NFT ecosystem and tech in general. So. So we, yeah, we, we are trying our best to, to, you know, welcome people with open arms the same way that the Polygon community welcomed us when we're migrating from Terra. Is there a way to do it without having the massive grants at your disposal, like for a small platform or I should say a new platform like, like One Planet? Is there a way to migrate? Is that your question without the grants? Is there a way to be attractive to projects that are thinking of migrating without just throwing a boatload of money at them? Like, obviously, it's a little bit of a special scenario when you have Frank, right? But can you attract projects specifically to your platform in other ways without having the grant money there? Well, and to be clear, you know, like One Planet, we don't offer any grants. So for us, it's all about the different you know, features and as Red can put it, you know, we're a boutique uh, marketplace, right? And, and and so our goal is to just use what we have right now and then share a little bit of the ideas of what we plan to build in the future with them and hope that that attracts them to come and work with us as well. But uh, yeah, I think ultimately that there's a lot of marketplaces, right? And there's a lot of competition. So on our end, uh, our goal is just to continue to build tools that are going to differentiate ourselves and help the creators build out their their vision as well got it and it definitely sounds like you have you have a good amount of support and tools and tools in progress for the uh for those creators i, I definitely appreciate that man i know you gotta you gotta jump off here but like i said i don't mind keeping the spaces going and um we could talk nft since it's been a while but if there's anything else you want to get out there promote anything feel free before you hop off yeah i mean we've got a lot of things that we are doing on the marketing side and community side just to continue to engage with people that are new to One Planet or new to Polygon. And, and so if anybody has any questions in regard to what's going on there, feel free to reach out to us. 
uh, feel free to come into our Twitter spaces and and then hang out and ask questions. We we have been able to create um, just relationships with the community members that are producing a lot of content. So like Narb, for example, he's part of Polygon and he shares a lot of statistics uh, in regard to the Polygon network itself and like the transaction volume and unique wallets and the highlights. Uh, like right now, the ZK testnet is something that's huge uh, once it goes public that would take some of the stress on the uh, POS chain away. So he's kind of talking about that. We have uh, Ghost from Red Gang that he recently started to share some of the specific statistics towards the One Planet marketplace and the projects that are having um, you know uh, big gains throughout the week. Um, so our goal has just really to, to continue to build a community there, and uh, and you know we're all always open to to getting to to meet you know new new people, new creators that are pushing the space forward. Man, I, I think it, in general th there is a lot of toxicity in the space as well, right? There, there's uh, a, a big financial attachment to NFTs still, and that comes with a lot of uh, negative uh, components uh, to conversations and discussions, but. What we try to do is just uh, focus on the technology and, and the foundation of what projects are building and what creators are, are making, uh, you know, and then add just a little bit of uh, uh, that on our own as well, right, with uh, the tools that we're building. But yeah, man, anytime you want to chat, just feel free to invite us. We're always cool. Come back and hang out with the Cosmos community. I, I really appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for uh, for stopping in. and. Um... And Matic, man, thanks so, so much for helping out as well. I really appreciate it. Thank you for allowing us to be here. And Edwin, you already know this, Cosmos. He is a legend. We love that guy. He's such an asset to not just to uh, to One Planet and to Polygon, but to the whole Web3 space. A great guy. Great guy. Very, very diplomatic. The most diplomatic person in the space. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Edwin. Edwin. Look, I want, I want to go back, Bans. I know you had your hand up and then we'll go to uh to wolfman and then we could uh we could kind of riff a little bit for, if people no, don't babe, mind actually what what i wanted to bring up was the whole kyc thing and like a different aspect of why kyc is important and um there are platforms that are wanting to launch on the blockchain for adult content and providing a platform for people to be able to do that so there has to be a way to kind of and i'm a mother so to protect my child from being able to see something that they're not supposed to see. Cause you just need a wallet address and you can log into any blockchain or whatever. And, you know, do, you know, whatever dap you're, you're going into and see whatever. So on that aspect, I just wanted to bring up like KYC is important and it's not for everybody, but for specific uses, it's very important and it protects, it protects people too. So, so. Yeah, and I, th I think if it's used as a feature and not like a blanket rule for an entire blockchain, I think people can just go where the features are most attractive and then go somewhere else if if they don't like the features of, of one platform. That's just how I, I am right now. I don't, I guess I don't have a strong opinion on it either way. I think the reputation is more important, the ability to build reputation. Stargaze, I think that was a good start. Um, I think um, websites like, what Timmy just launched, the Interchain Info, that could be another platform for creators to build reputation, create almost like a, like a, not anonymous, but a, like a LinkedIn of sorts as an artist, not as 
an individual giving all their personal info. Um, I've talked to Hubble Tools before. Hey, why is there no place? Why is there no index of artists where they could put their information without revealing who they are if they don't want to, especially if all of their collections are standalone art and they don't promise a roadmap and they don't market, they should be highlighted even if they're anonymous. So that, that has a little ways to go. And I, I will see. I mean, I do like that they have all these features and the platform has to protect their reputation as well. I think, I think whether we like it or not, and I'll, I'll get to anyone else as a question. I know Wolfman is waiting like 20 minutes, but um, in the oh, end, Skelly's Skelly's here too. Oh, oh. oh yeah, no. Yeah. I, I gave them the mic right away. EJ lets me bother them all the time on, on DMS. But um, what I was saying was the platforms are going to be, in the crosshairs of any regulations that come down, they're not going to go after like, like the telegram channels of a project that has like 200 holders of their NFT. They're going to go after the platform and they're going to say, okay, platform, you had this, this, and this project selling on your platform. This one had a copyright issue. This one was a straight up rug. And this one, the founders got arrested for, you know, laundering uh, cryptocurrency. So I think the platforms have to be careful. I feel like they're getting out ahead of it by having some KYC standards, regardless if it if it's going to meet the standards of regulations. But in the end, I would fully expect in the next year or two, every NFT exchange, if they expect to operate, they're going to have to have a way to identify people who are using their platform and especially the, the creators. That's just I'm expecting the worst with regulation, but I, I think it's realistic to assume that every single person is going to have to be opened up to scrutiny to deal with NFTs, especially since NFTs are truly gray areas since there's no one type of NFT. It's going to be really hard for them to regulate without making blanket regulations. So um, Wolfman, you could definitely chime in. I know you're waiting. Yeah. So a few things. I think um, just, just on that alone, I think there's just, there's um, that's kind of against the, the mantra of what Cosmos represents, right? The idea of, of KYC and all of that, right? It, it it really really is trying to create a. I mean, there's a reason that the uh, shapeshift uh, is coming to Cosmos, right? The Fox token is coming to Cosmos. Um, they're one of the best examples of why KYC um, isn't good um, and operating with governments is a horrible idea. Um, and also, uh, just on B band's note too, when you create a collection on Stargaze, there is actually a it's like the whatever that term is, s whatever you know, where it's like porn, like ge- gentle porn or porn or whatever. There is a there is a gentle like, porn, whatever. I don't know, what <laughs> like, it's like s, soft, whatever, soft core you know, or something like that. I don't, know. I'm not, I don't look at this stuff, so it's like I don't know what the but but there's a button to select. Like, if like, you're, I look at it, if your content, <laughs> if your content has that, like when you're creating your collection, you have to select that, right? So, I think. They're already trying to, with a non-KYC, fully decentralized way of doing this, they're already um, creating a filter system for that. I don't think you need KYC to filter out and have the ability for kids to still be on like Stargaze or something else and have to have KYC to do that. You think you can fully do that without KYC? Oh, and I'm talking about like different, I'm talking about like adult platforms or like platforms that are like only fans or something like that. Yeah. Bands bands buys... um, Bands buys most of her NFTs well, on the dark I, web. She doesn't know about Stargazer. I was going to say is like, I don't know if most of them want to be KYC either. Um, but, but on the other note, and I think that's where the reputation stuff really comes in handy as well. But I really do feel like uh, in the regards of like what the space apes was saying, I pretty much 
almost 100%, like 99% agree with what they're saying as far as like, if you're not viewing this as a business model, as a business owner myself, who's built everything from the ground up, you know, this is very much a business. And like, what you're trying to do is something that like, you know, you're, you're doing all sorts of types of acquisitions here. I mean, like just functioning on Twitter alone, it's insane. Like the amount of like, um, the way, the way we use these terminology is so fun, like engagement farming, all this stuff. It's like, you take that to like a business school and just be hilarious to see like, like my business teachers sit there and say like, yes, and this is how you do some engagement farming on Twitter. And uh, Frank number, the the third is, is this great example. You know, it's like one day, maybe that'll be that. But um, I think that just to go back to Shapeshift, I think that's a really good example of a company that was a KYC company that was a regulated company in the United States. Um, that literally closed down their operations and became a DAO um, and is now going to onboard into Cosmos as well um, and have an, uh, a fully um, sovereign chain in the Cosmos ecosystem because they see the value um, in running away as far as they can from governments. As much as governments are going to come after us, we have to continue to run away as much as we can and become as decentralized and um, make sure that our websites that we build, our platforms that we build and everything that we do is as far away from and removed from them as we possibly can get. And I think Shapeshift has done a really good job of setting that model um, of what that, the future of that looks like. And especially like even ThorChain as well. ThorChain is literally the anti-government model. Like they are the Monaro of like um, uh, having an exchange, right? Uh, a, a DEX, right? And then I think we're going to even have some order books that are based off of that DEX, which thanks to Rec Gang for having that great space and having them come up and talk. Um, so so we, like, that is the, the that is the where I think we all need to try to get to. And the, the even the thought of, like, needing to KYC for any collection, I really do think Cosmos has the best model behind this. And it is through the name service. It is through... Um, you know, building out that trust, showing that you're voting in governance, showing that you're participating, showing that you're launching collections and that you're building. And uh, you, that reputation is like the most important thing because we really don't want government in any of this. That's the whole point of why we started cryptocurrency and this entire movement in the first place was to get the fuck away from governments. So that's my tip. I, I want to go to Kit, but just in general... That sounds good for the people that are here, but for the people that are going to hopefully onboard in the next like two to five years, I I don't think it's realistic to expect just absolute no KYC, just do a zillion taxable transactions and just no one knows who you are. I just don't think it's realistic. I, I know NFT projects that are putting aside like six figures in funding in anticipation of horrendous regulations that are definitely going to come. And, you know, you could be decentralized all you want, but in the end, we're all relying on like fortune 500 company infrastructure, whether it be Verizon or, you know, Amazon web services, or just plain, like, you know, windows, right. Microsoft. It, I, I don't think that's realistic. And I think in the end, they will be able to regulate this at the central points of failure, which are exchanges and whether well, it be an NFT exchange. Are building, exchange are building, you're right. Like, right. I think there's going to be this, this, there is, there is going to be a moment. There's going to be a massive moment and it'll go either way. Um, and it'll be really painful in that moment. But I think we're approaching that, right. I did somebody, I think somebody told me like Nexo got raided and, uh, you know, some of the other things are like, there's things that are starting to happen within government that are they're trying to come after some of these too. But I think, like I said, I think Shapeshift 
has has shown us the the way forward. And I think I think a Dow is untouchable. Uh, no matter what, no matter uh, what. Individual, uh, I don't know if a DAO is untouchable about. I don't know well, about if that. It's a, if it's decentralized and that leadership uh-huh. is decentralized and those people are anonymous, even if one or two of those people get found out, the fact is that that DAO can still function without them. Maybe, but as, as being anonymous, you can't get that far because, you know, at least in the West, you're not even going to have a bank account, right? And it's going to be almost impossible to do much with a DAO. Yeah, you could talk to people in Discord all right, an- anonymously. XRP and go all in on XRP and be done with it. Kit, okay, you're up. I'm, I'm just going to start buttoning in here and just say to a certain extent, doing things decentralized and DeFi into a digital world it can get you so far into the digital world but when push comes to shove is the domicile regular regulatory bodies and that's where uh so you know creating a shell company of a private limited can actually add protections even though it doesn't actually have income coming in circulating from you know digital assets into a fiat system or a parliamental monetary system you can actually go offshore account where it's a uh, you know, kind of, it's protected in a way from different UK, European, United States um, discrepancies. But at the same time, it will protect you against certain things of, uh, let's say, 10th District Court, 1991, um, conspiracy doctrine of United States um, order that will basically protect you from association to, you know, uh, if you create an NFT or a DAO, DAO per se, that has funds, it's on uh, one planet and one planet has another NFT project or you're working with that might have something sado illegal, your association to it will be protected by the courts by having an actual private limited. Now, the DAO itself can go after everybody on it, but that's where you would also have DBAs associated to uh, your shell company that gives you flexibility to go off branch from the original um, IP. I mean, there are so many other things that you need protections to play along with, but also doesn't mean you have to fully uh, dox yourself. It's just creating entities, just like, uh, I mean, the same crap, different day. But when you play with money, yes, you should be very decentralized. I mean, yeah, well, again, that's ideal. And you know, while, um, while this conversation started, I was literally jotting down notes like, like next time KYC spaces, artists versus platforms versus buyers and sellers. And I would really like to, this, this could be a whole spaces, just KYC in the NFT space. And I would definitely appreciate it if uh, people that are here now that have an opinion or just want to listen, if we could do that maybe in like a week or two, just ha- literally have a KYC space, because I would actually want to hear how the attitudes are with let's say citizens of the United States versus citizens who are maybe in another country like Singapore or South Korea, where the laws are different, but they, yeah, they they are big with, with web three. So I want to, we have so many artists in in the audience and I I usually don't go this long on, on happy hour because happy hour is like an hour. And, uh, and then oh, after, when I'm here, here though, then it's after, look at look at tangled. It, it's like seven in the morning where tangled is, and he heard happy hour and he gave me the thumbs up. I want to bring the artists up and just hear if they've heard anything from uh, one planet that's attractive or maybe just like not attractive compared to where they're used to minting. And I'm going to give tangled the mic for sure, uh, and I'll mm-hmm. give Maria the mic. 
and Do I want to give let's say Skelly Skelly's. Sorry, I'm sorry. EJ got the mic at like six forty-five, and he's been waiting patiently. But yeah, I want to invite artists up who maybe want to chime in, and we can close out that way. But EJ, yeah, feel free, man. EJ fell asleep. Psych. And well, I'm all I'll, here voting for him and stuff. <laughs> on planet for sure. I I, I think um, everything I've heard so far from PS Labs and obviously some of the other communities even wrecked about what they can do. I mean, it's a really good fit on what Allies is doing. So uh, I personally am going to do some serious exploration of, of all that. Oh, Sunnyside just came up. You, you know what's funny, you guys? I'll tell you guys this. You know, we're recording, so but no one's going to listen to it, right? But uh, I usually don't give anyone the microphone when I do spaces because it just gets like completely out of control. But every single person who got the mic, I appreciate you guys gave a lot of input and bands. You know, I, th- I thought, I'm like, damn, I should have a co-host like a, an hour before. And I, I was like, I should DM bands even though it's last minute, but it'll, it'll look like a shitty move, like last minute. Hey, can you like do half my job for me? But Bands was the first one in the space, so it was like it was like as fate sh- should have it. And then the she universe was sending me vibrations. She, she didn't even believe me that I wanted her to co-host in the first place because listen, it's one planet, mm-hmm. it's Polygon, and I know that she knows way more than me about it. But I just love I, Polygon. Polygon Bands, I appreciate it. You, you you did fantastic. You kept me and everyone else on topic as well. So uh, I, I, I want to turn it over to the any artist who wants to say anything about what they heard. I'd definitely be interested to hear your take. Maria, you can go first, and then uh, I don't know if Tangle took the mic, but I'd like to hear from him too, if he can. I think uh, Kate, Kate um, has her hand up before. So You go first. I'm last person. I already talked a little bit. Okay, okay. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> no, I absolutely love what I heard, to be honest. Uh, I've been playing around with Polygon, but it was like one year on something, it was, I have to say, horrible, like in OpenSea, but seeing that, you know, how much the the ecosystem um, has grown and that they have already their own marketplace and so on, I love it. I have to say, uh, back then, of course, if you compare Ethereum with Polygon, was just in, you know, transaction fees was a huge <laughs> difference. So, yeah, I'm really interested to go, you know, and check more about the platform. I'm seeing a lot of, well, a lot, you know, I'm seeing some uh, collection in Cosmos going there. I see that community is embracing it, which obviously that's a good sign, you know, like for the rest of project that maybe we're wondering to try other marketplaces. So definitely going to check more about them. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm not an artist, but it definitely sounds like they have their, uh, they just have their systems in place. And it, I think you got to onboard artists just as much as you have to onboard buyers and sellers. Absolutely. And also the fees. I don't know if someone before asked about it, like the total is actually the same that we are, you know, facing in other marketplace. So, but I know that Tangle, yeah, I know that ten- Tangle. They said 10%, yeah. and I figured that was in, yeah. in line with Stargaze. Yeah, exactly. But Tangle has a question, and it was a really a good one, that we really don't know if the fee is up, up front or, you know, it's coming from the, the mint or 
Sorry, Tangle. Sorry, Tangle. <laughs> I stole your question. I stole your question. Uh, maybe Matic Man can answer. He's asking, and Tangle, do you have the mic up? Maybe you could word it the, the right way because I, I, I missed the question, to be honest with you. Yeah, just I think what was. Yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. You, you got Tangle. I was just going to say, uh, from my understanding, or when we spoke to him before, 10% comes from your mint and what you generate, not the collection cost of what you're expected to make if your collection was to sell out. So it's off what is sold on that platform at that point on Launchpad. And that's what I understand. But I don't want to speak out of turn. I'm new at one planet and I work, you know, on the other side of the content creation. I wish Edwin was here. He could answer that very quickly. But I do think you're right um, about that. I'll make a note to ask him because, I mean, if you guys know me, I'm going to probably harass this guy for like the next several months asking a bunch of questions. So I'll, I'll make sure that's in the mix. Yeah, just just to go back, Ken, sorry, uh, Joe, that's what uh, when I when when we were on Terra, that's what it was like, because we had conversations with them um, and everybody there. Yeah, it's the 10 percent comes off. If it's still the same, I imagine the principle of it hasn't changed. It's 10 percent of what you when they when you go to mint, not anything upfront. And if there is an upfront fee, it's normally if they feel like obviously you're not if you're feeling a bit kind of uh, roguish, then there'll probably be an upfront fee. But if if they can see like it's a collection that's come over from a different project or different platform, and they can see longevity there, then I, it's just based on what you're generally gonna your sales revenue based on that. I I just got a message from Sam from Stone Island. He said that is correct. 10% of the men. Is that right, Sam? Okay. Thanks. Sam. Oh, that's great, man. Thanks so much for doing that. Scallies, I- I'm going to let you skip uh, Sunnyside because you were probably sleeping for the last half hour. No, he, he, he was there, but he was sending a message on Discord. <laughs> hey, what's up? First off, I, uh, first off, I, uh, Bonzi's correct. It, or not Bonzi, uh, Sam's correct. It's 10%. And secondly, Matic Man, what is up? I have not talked to you for so long. And Matic Man is actually one of the people that guided me through the, um, through the waters on Polygon. And Edwin, that's why I had told Joe, uh, Edwin's awesome. I hope it's him that you get to talk to. But yeah, bug him and pick his brain. He's awesome. He's, he's incredible. So I'm glad to see you guys are still doing what you're doing. And that one planet is finally all coming together it took um as you guys all know skellies were actually on polygon and we were we were waiting and waiting we went to stargaze i have found an amazing home over here with incredible people um but those like the matic man those are the the leaders of these polygon industry um just anyway so get to know them if you haven't shoot them a message they're super friendly and that's all that's all I want to say is is Joe's like Joe does this a lot for the cosmos, super friendly, super intelligent. And then that is the Matic man on Polygon. Uh so reach out to him and just just super awesome people. People. That's good to know. And you know, Matic Man, I, I feel like I've talked to you before. Did you have a different Twitter handle like months ago or maybe a year ago? No, it's it's always been the Matic Man. Okay, maybe maybe I've just heard you on other spaces and we've never talked directly, but uh, you definitely sound like a familiar voice. Hey, uh, Matic Man, how was uh, everything good at home? I know it took you a while to get there. Yeah, yeah man, okay. I, had my, I was on mute. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> man, you don't know how much I appreciate you. I love you, bro. You're someone who's been a friend. 
I had no doubt that Space Skellies was going to be a blue chip project. And I'm so excited for all this going on for your project. But man, you're you're a quality person. Uh, Cosmos Joe, back during the summer, I had gone home. Yeah, I've been living in China for seven years and I hadn't been able to visit my family in the U.S. for like three years. So I finally went home, but I was away from my wife going through a difficult time. And EJ was someone that I called and he encouraged me so much. He's been a friend to me. I love this guy. So happy for you, EJ. Jeez, this was supposed to be like the uh, <laughs> like the uh, the first show of 2023, but it's like the season finale. Everyone's in tears at the end of this one. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm glad to hear the home friends good, and and I'll step down for a speaker. But thanks again, Joe. Thanks again, Matic Man, and and all the amazing um, founders, people, community. We all love we you all guys. Love you guys. This is just so sweet. Sunnyside, all you. Uh, does Kit want to go first? I, I know she had her hand up way before me. Oh, I don't, you know what? I don't feel like doing, breaking apart what I was going to say about um, using Polygon and a project I'm working on and minting out and yada yada. So it's just a music NFT. But uh, yeah, I just, we'll save it for another time. There will there will be another time. There'll be many other times. I'm gonna I'm gonna rededicate to spaces for sure. And plus, you know, people. If you guys don't know, Kit hosts her own spaces as well. So another content creator for the Cosmos and and other chains as well. well she sounds like me, uh, always underselling like what what they're actually making, right? <laughs> totally, totally underselling, totally underselling, Kit. You got to do a better job shilling yourself. I'm, I'm just a contributor to a lot of other people that are doing stuff. That's all I'm doing. But this is a big project that I'm just probably a bit off too big than I can chew. So I was just going to throw some ideas around for everybody in the space. But it's a different time. And other- okay. Um, yeah. So I, I wanted to make a comment earlier. Uh, the fee structure on Stargaze, too, I don't know if anyone knows, but that can actually be changed uh, via governance. Um, things through governance it's kind of hard with the coding as i've found out but that's something that's actually adjustable and then um project wise i missed the beginning of the space but i I did want to hop up and say like we did just release our first multiplayer version of the app uh to a restricted group of people um and that is like live and working on android now um so now we have people in our community that can actually verify, hey, our game has been made. It works on Android. Um, and, you know, like everything that we've said we've been doing is happening. So that's that's Dude, I, I mentioned it earlier and I didn't get a chance to I don't even know if you emailed me the link because I was at work when I was talking to you earlier. But I will be the guy. I'll play that on the train on the way to work next week for sure. Yep. And with that, the way that it works, because it's multiplayer only right now, uh, you usually are going to need to set up a uh, game with someone. So like with me right now, I think probably we have only given it to 10 to 15 people. So if you try to search for a game, you're not going to find anyone most likely because there's only 10 to 15 people that have it. It uses a lobby system. Uh, so you can actually see who's making it. Uh, this, the reason why it's like that is because this is the first multiplayer version that we've got of it. We don't want it to be considered beta. This is like a pre-alpha alpha stage 
where a lot of the art assets are still the same. There's still going to be a lot of bugs. So we don't want it. Um, it it's not going to be something where we would say, hey, everyone check it out. This is what the game's going to look like. This is more of this is the first multiplayer version. We are aware that there's going to be bugs and changes need to be made. But we really wanted to, you know, we've been building since March and the entire time we've been saying, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. And now we finally have something where people can see that, hey, you can hook up with another person from halfway around the world and play a game. And we want to show people that that's possible and that we already have that done and implemented. Cool, man. I, 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 from the beginning, I was, I'm always rooting for the gaming projects because they're gaming projects. They're not like other NFT projects at all. They just, they, they just such a different, you have to take such a different approach to managing expectations because games, I mean, let's face it, games may never get finished. And even if they get finished, they're never really done. I would imagine there's a lot that goes into the first year of having a finished game in terms of, you know, whether it be fixing bugs or just, you know, onboarding or dealing with software issues and whatnot. I, I don't know. They, I, we got a few in here, whether it's Sunnyside, Wolfman, Tangled. I, I feel for the gaming projects because you guys get lumped in with the other NFT projects. And it's, I feel like you guys are on an island all by yourselves. Oh, it's a completely different ball game. Um, I, this part was something that I wish I had thought about earlier. But if you knew how many hours like I've had to go back and forth, because one thing I never thought about was the fact that what it requires to go from a single player game to a multiplayer game is probably about 10x harder to do a multiplayer versus single player game. And then to also change it from desktop to mobile is about 10x harder than if you had the game on desktop. Uh, The reason for that is connecting your wallet. The way that you can connect your wallet right now, uh, there's really only two ways that you can do it. One now, I haven't even seen done. It's something called deep linking. The other option you have to build a mobile wallet inside of your own app. Apps can't talk to each other on mobile because it's a security risk. So you actually need to create your own NFT wallet for NFT games to work on mobile. That's why you don't see them anywhere. Like a white box. I don't actually know the definition of white box. Like sand. No, it's what we use when we talk about the Solana Saga phone, where the the wallet itself is separate from from the actual TCP for you know the, the mobile network provider, which is the white box. Oh, yeah. So, like a lot of the technical terms, like I'm not a developer, but like I always I've had to read like way more than I have cared about development in the past few months. But yeah, no, it's a lot of things that I didn't think about when we started. And over the months, like we've had so many things where we like we have to figure out solutions that, you know, I'm sure others have done. Uh, Skyweaver is one of the ones that we took a little bit of inspiration from um, on implementation. But like it's infinitely more complex. Uh, most people, you 
to make it actually look and work well. So I you know, just kind of mentioned that because that's probably like the biggest milestone we've had to date. And yeah, it's awesome. Hey, um, I'm, I'm trying to get signal up here, but I can't, I don't know where Sig- signal travels the world. I feel like, and uh, he wanted me to let everyone know that um, they're giving out rewards for people who give interpretations or write a description out for one of their NFTs over the next month. So if you're interested signal um, that's the, uh, that's the name of the project, but also name the name of the Twitter handle. And I, I tried to give you the mic, man. Don't wave to me. Do you want? Do you want the mic? I want you to explain your own project, if you, uh, if you can, so I don't butcher it. I think I got to. I got to knock some people off here. Shit, bands. I'll let you do that. I, I feel bad. I've never taken away anyone's mic except for Jimmy. Oh. Um, guy, can you take me off? I didn't. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, Mo Six. Okay, got signal up here. Oh, cool. Thanks. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. MO6, you know, I got to say, this is going to sound really screwed up. I judge people by their PFPs. And usually when someone has like a, if they have like, like a bored ape or a mutant ape PFP, if you let them take the mic, they just ruin the whole spaces. And I'm like, ah, is that like a mutant ape? What is that? I don't know if I should give them the mic. And I did it anyway. But thank you for being honest. And, uh, and if you want the mic back, just let me know if you got something to say. Feel free. Hey Joe, may I speak? Absolutely, man. You got the uh, you got that perfect podcast uh, microphone. I could tell. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just I'm on my phone. Are you talking about? Um, yeah, I'm really. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Really, uh, it's. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, this has been really interesting. I've been listening for like the, the this whole time, and uh, like so many cool projects up here, and I, I really appreciate all of you guys sharing uh, more, more information about your projects. Um, but yeah, just for us, um, you know, we're like a, a gaming project as well. We've got like a, a browser based game that should be, should be up in about a month or a month and a half. Um, but in the meantime, just one thing we're doing right now is we put out a collection in December. That's just like 74 pieces. The idea is that it's like a, a time capsule of some alien civilization. And it's meant to be, uh, it's out there right now as like a puzzle for the community to solve. Uh, and so one thing we're doing right now is we're just going to be posting like some of the images each week and inviting anyone to to uh, write like what they think is happening in those images or like why would these be communicated to Earth uh, by extraterrestrials? What's in the image? What does it mean? And then we're giving away some awards in Juno. Uh, as well as our, our token. And then we're, uh, we're also rewarding the people who, who hold those NFTs that we feature as well. Uh, the main way we're going to be doing that is just by giving, dropping NFTs from other projects we like to those people. For example, you know, we have some women from Cosmos uh, uh, holiday things. Um, we also have um some uh, adoras that kind of thing um so you know we like to try and you know we like to try and buy nfts from other projects and then give those as rewards to our communities so we'll be doing that for the people that that hold those nfts and then giving juno for people who write descriptions so basically when you see it posted uh it'd be awesome uh if anyone wants to just hop in even if you don't own one uh if you want to like write a little description 
just in a reply to the tweet uh, of what you think's happening in the image. Uh, be super cool. And yeah, it's just kind of supposed to be an interactive, fun thing. That's it for me. That's it for me. Hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I, I, I'm always intrigued by these super small collections, whether it be on Stargaze or any other any other platform. So, so thanks so much. And um, maybe we could do a video soon again. That was fun. We did a video yeah. over the summer yeah. during like the uh, we were we did a video like in like June, July around then when it was like it was like the uh the lowest of the low point of the bear market we did a video and i don't i, I don't think that was a great a great time to have a uh, a big stargaze event but there was a stargaze event audio visual nft event and that's what we did we did a video and it was just like a horrendous time for crypto and even worse for nfts but we did it yeah i know i know it was awesome i mean it was the launch was really difficult, but it was it was really fun regardless. Uh, you know, just just in terms of like the the incredibly low volume the week that we launched with all those other projects, no face ID, um, uh, glitch candies, and so on. Yeah, yeah. You and I, I did an interview with you. We had like a. I remember you and I talked for I think like an hour, like half an hour before, and maybe like an hour afterwards, just like shooting the shit, uh, which was uh, which was really fun. And also, don't forget, you guys, you guys had that audio visual event on Stargaze at the tail end of um, the, um, the Space Ape Society, like complete knock it out of the park sellout at the end of June. Yeah, no, I, I won't forget it. <laughs> but but I, I, got, I got involved with your collection, I think, like the week before Christmas. I think it was a week before Christmas. We were on a spaces and you were, you told me you were like, Hey, I have to shill my project. And then when I went to go check to, to look at it, it was like about to be sold out. I'm like, you don't have to shill, shill your project. And I, I bought the last one. Okay. We were, yeah. This, this one went good. It was like three days, three days to sell out in, in December. Um, yeah. Maybe we can do a video when we've got, um, when we're releasing the game in about a month or so uh, in the build up to that, it would be really fun. Otherwise, Otherwise, I'm kind of going to go, I'm going to spend less time kind of talking on spaces for the next little while and try to focus on more stuff that's like in character and things. But um, yeah, I just wanted to to come up and, and make people aware of that. And also thank you guys for, and also I wanted to say, um, bands, I've been listening to you a bunch this week and I really appreciate your ability as a host. I think you're a really good host or co-host in this case, I guess. Thank you. <laughs> C-Bands, it's not just me. It's not just me. Your, uh, your star is rising. Put it that way. Don't worry. I'll try to keep my head nice and small. Ah, that's all right. We should, we should rename this the, uh, the New Yorker's NFT space for the rest of the time. <laughs> Right. Okay, I'll I'll hop down and uh, give the space to someone else. Uh, thanks for the thanks for the time. The time. Cool. Actually, I wouldn't mind you know, ending. I, I, I wouldn't just, mind I ending just, it unless unless. Can I, I was just say gonna, something about Sigma? Absolutely, absolutely. Got it. Got it. So, um, I bought the NFT. I got into the um into their Discord. Um, you have to be extremely, extremely smart and good at figuring out puzzles to participate so um 
I think it's awesome. I love it so much. Um, I just realized that I think it's above my um. I was gonna say pay grade, but maybe my my brain grade because I I wasn't understanding a lot of the stuff that was going on. But I just thought it was amazing seeing people actually like figure stuff out. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no. For people that don't know, they do these um these puzzle puzzles. I don't know if I'm gonna I'm gonna say it the right way, but it feels like you have to go on like a little bit of a mission to figure out the the answers to these puzzles, and it's it's very engaging. You gotta use the NFTs tuning. too. Like yeah, like so figure, you, out, figure out, why out why the NFT the is a certain way, and then they pull out information from the NFT, and they're like, okay, this is the other part of the puzzle. I'm like, oh my god. I, I spoke to another another project creator who I, I don't want to say they were similar to Signal because what, what what Signal's project is about it's it's definitely original. But there was another project that was original in its own way, and and, and my first thought is like, oh my god, like this is how like reality shows are going to be one day, where people have NFTs and they have to like do stuff either on their computer or w- whatever the case might be using the NFTs. And I think I've, it ha- it has that. When he was explaining it to me in the beginning, that that was the feel. I'm like, oh, this is the future of reality TV. Like escape room, but for Discord. Yeah. Okay. Escape room. That's I guess that's what the word I was looking for. But yeah, it was kind of like that, right? It, you 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 go on like yeah, a little bit yeah. of a, a mission, but the mission is not really a mission. It's like you and your computer and your NFTs. Yeah, and you got to use them, and you have to combine your effort of your NFTs with everybody else's. So it's not just like you're by yourself trying to figure this out. You're with a bunch of people trying to like work out this puzzle. And I think you guys like they share in the reward. I don't know how it works, but I just think it's really cool. Hey, Matic, uh, Matic man. S- s- wait, hold on. Signal gave me the gave the hundred percent. So either that was for Kit or for me for finally understanding the uh, like the modern context of his uh, of his project. Yeah, I got another hundred percent. I I feel you. I feel you. Hey, Joe. Thank you so much for allowing me to be in the space. I've got another space coming up. You guys you are guys amazing. No problem. Man. I, I love the vibe in this community. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye, Matic Man. It was great hearing from you. Take it easy, man. And uh, the community that you're talking about is the community that has been wrecked and still won't leave. So that's the community. Wolfman, go ahead. And then after, uh, after, after Wolfman says his piece, I would be happy to close this out and continue on with my day. <laughs> hey, um, by the way, I just want to say, too, B-Bands, definitely, I'm 100% like building an incredible brand this person is going to go very far when the bull market hits because they are just just an amazing voice, but just the way that she runs things and flows through things and um, is just so kind and, and, and fluid. It's just really pleasant to have her in the space. Like it's really been cool to see a lot of these types of people, not just her, but like others too. Like there's just been some really amazing spaces evolve in all of this, I mean, we still have to put up with Cosmos Joe, but other than that, I mean, it's it's been a really pleasant place to be. To be. Um, <laughs> no, I, I no. I, I, Listen, you you I'm said the key word. word. You're the only you guy here. The only guy. You know. Uh, uh, <laughs> you you listen. You said the key word. The key word is pleasant, and and Web three is not pleasant mm. at all. And mm. and but there are certain people that can make it pleasant, and that that's that's what I've noticed, and I I appreciate those people. Dude, I have to say, like going through this bear market never felt like a bear market to me. I mean, yes, we're all poor. I went from 
this massive Juno bag at, at, uh, at all time highs, you know, it was this beautiful, wonderful thing. And I was telling my wife, look, babe, we made it fam. And then it was like, Oh, I'm not going to sell. And I'm just, cause I believe in this and it's going to be great. And now it's a dollar. Anyways. Um, I just wanted to come up and talk about, we've had some amazing projects, uh, donate to the treasure wallet for the ONFT treasure hunt. And it's not something where you have to be hold a watcher or be a part of our community. You know, if you're just into clues, like we were just talking about, the only reason why I came up is because we were talking about the same kind of theme. Um, there are going to be 12 clues this Monday, um, in the, in the, it'll be 4 PM central standard time. I hope it's okay to show this because there's like 20 projects from Cosmos, Women of Cosmos, Space Skelly, Sunnyside Reapers, uh, and a ton of other incredible projects, except for Rec, uh, Rec, uh, Rec Wolf. They, they just don't think we're cool enough to be uh, a part of what we're doing. But other than them, but other everybody, than them they're space, terrible, um, <laughs> is, is in, in, in our wallet. They've donated to this wallet. It's this insane wallet. We put 50,000 stars uh, and a bunch of NFTs. Um, and then we just said, hey, community. And I reached out and it's just been amazing responses ever since. And just all these people. I mean, I have to say Sunnyside Reapers did some of the most amazing drops into this wallet alone um, from other projects as well. Like that was just so cool to see that kind of stuff happen. And um, even like, top, like I said, top projects like, like Space Skellies, we've seen them just rise in stardom in the space and, and they, they responded and they're just, everyone is like, I just love it because it, the, this treasure hunt wallet has really shown like what Cosmos is. And it's just this fat insane wallet now that the creator who, who uh, is part of our community, he's basically our community manager in ONFT. Um, you know, he's just, he's like super nervous now about all the puzzles he created <laughs> because he's like, Oh God, there's like, so many eyes now and I was like well dude you told me to like you know you know you put so much into this and it's like this is really neat I mean it's like let's let's get the community let's make this and so it's not just a stargaze wallet I mean we have um you know we have a uh, secret network nfts we have omniflix we have juno nfts and all these different nfts that are a part of this treasure hunt and and so uh starting monday there'll be 12 clues over 12 days um, and so we'll have a spaces. We've invited Space Skellies, Sunnyside Reapers, please come. And the Network DAO, we love Network DAO. They're amazing. They promote so many good projects there. Um, and I'm in their, um, their Discord. Definitely get one of the, the network traits. And I hear that they're going to be working with Gazers um, and getting a network trait. And that free mint that's coming up too, that'll be on the ONFT uh, launch pad as a Genesis launch project, which is pretty exciting. And I know they have lots of cool stuff on the pipeline as well, but there's just so many cool products. They're going to come up and they're going to talk about the whole thing as well. And we're going to explain it all. We're going to drop the first puzzle piece on Monday, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, and then we'll have a lot of really cool projects. It'll be the first time like ONFT is kind of hosted in that environment. And so it'll be a fun thing as we build like what what this was before with One Planet and everyone else, like as we build our launch pad for Cosmos and it's a multi-chain um, you know, ecosystem and, and uh, marketplace and launchpad that we're, tr we're trying to build for our people um, and just even just our, our holders as well. You know, it's, um, it'll be a lot of fun because, like I said, you don't have to be a holder. If you're just into puzzles, you can come and solve this kind of stuff. And this wallet is crazy. Like, if this doesn't get hatched in, like, 
a year from now, everything just goes to the moon. Like I think it will, this wallet could be insane, but I do hope um, people will team up and I'd love to see, you know, like communities. I know there'll be communities that are already are forming um, that are already working towards like building groups um, to solve this. And it's cause it really takes a lot of different types of minds. It's going to take technical minds. It's going to take, you know, <laughs> I, I personally, I'm glad that I don't have to participate because I'm not very good at this kind of stuff, but I'm excited to see like what happens with it. And like, where the, and like, where the, Oh, sorry. I, I was, I was talking when I was muted and then I was not talking when I was unmuted. Sorry about that, man. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I'll definitely zip something over to your wallet. I know that I told you I would. It was probably like Monday. Oh, you didn't so donate? Like oh, you didn't donate? You on the donate? You on the donate? must have all been from, from uh, Tendermint to uh, me. Tendermint to me. Yeah. It was not me. Donuts? It was not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'll, I'll get you something over there. I'm, I'm struggling myself over here. I, I, um, you know what? Maybe it's a good time to show my, uh, my, my, my nonsense on my end. So I basically did like a month of no twitter spaces and most of my twitter spaces is creators and i see tons of creators in the audience here uh even if you don't have an nft collection you might still be a creator i see ambito who doesn't have his own collection but ambito is responsible for quite a bit of artwork that that circulates twitter he's a he's a, he's a content creator nft creator or art i would say artist and um yeah i'm gonna fire up my my um my Twitter spaces again, it's going to be NFTs probably every week and then DeFi probably every week. And I will, I'm going to start accepting sponsorships for the, uh, for the Twitter spaces. And obviously it's all for giveaways. It's not for me. I have the, I have the public wallets and uh, all the creators that like stuck it out for two hours plus are like, ah, let me get out of here. But it's, it's true. I, I will, uh, I'm going to work on uh, getting more stuff to my, the people who help me make the content. And for people that don't know this, I don't, I don't make all the content by myself, especially the last couple months. I've been, I've been tapping into my, my telegram community. I have a, I have a good telegram of active people. I would say there was like, I don't know, between like 20 and 40 pretty active people in the telegram and they supply questions for my interviews. And in the interviews that I've done where the community supplies the questions, these are the, the interviews that people watch the longest, ironically, right? Imagine that. Right. And most of the people that supply questions, they supply really really good questions that draw out a lot of key info from the person I'm interviewing. So I appreciate that. And I would like to get them some more giveaways. Um, I want to mention something else because another creator who's quiet, I don't think this person ever spoke on a Twitter space and they're not doxxed. It's Cosmos coffee house who has that, that dashboard that I use to uh, find my airdrops and uh, find white papers and find all DeFi info and Cosmos. But uh, he let me know a couple of days ago that he was going to donate to the cause based on the, uh, the mint that he's going to have for his collection. He's an artist as well. Uh, traders, I see you. We have a tradition of, of hooking up on these spaces, and I always see you in my spaces, so I appreciate that. But yeah, so um, everybody that's here, a lot of creators, which I always appreciate, and um, I'm going to keep these going. So if any creators 
has something that they have coming up and they want to do a spaces, let me know. We could definitely make a thing out of it. And of course, of course, of course, if you want to do promotional stuff, let me know. Cause I have a very active group of, you know, I would say, like I said, it's been like 20 and 40 really active NFT collectors who would eat this stuff up. Let me know. And, uh, I got some DeFi stuff coming up as well, which was the original purpose of me joining social media. So next week I got a polka dot spaces on Thursday night and I will still do, I will still do the NFT spaces on Friday, which I have the most fun with because the creators just, they they just give us so much, so much insight. And we were lucky to have this guest today as well. Are you going to still do the NFT rundown that you used to do? Because I kind of missed that. I really like the NFT NFT rundown. rundown. I did it in the beginning, but I did an abbreviated version because I think you're the only one that likes it. I like it too. I like it a lot. You took away. I think I'm going to do it separately. And I don't know if I should do it on spaces. I don't know. I don't know the best way to do that. I, what, what do you suggest? Just do it the way I was doing it. Just talk by myself for like eight minutes. It's kind of, it's weird. You'd be surprised as long as it's recorded, how many people just go back for the recording and it reaches them um, after the fact further than you think. You're, you're right. And, and a, a lot of the stuff that I do, I try to do it in a way that's helpful for people that listen, you know, down the road to the recording. But uh, yeah, I, I, um, I was thinking about doing the rundown separate and then making that recording under 10 minutes. So a lot of people can listen to it and they don't feel like they're investing all their time on a Friday. Like a recording on a YouTube or recording on a Twitter spaces. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know the best way to do it. I think Twitter spaces is good only because it's, it, 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 it's archived, right? Right. With, with, with uh, Finn. Yeah, and if you want to put it all in one, we can always clip out that particular audio and just have it separately somewhere else. Yeah, I I have a lot of plans for this year, and I I have to uh, I have to kind of like legitimize some of the stuff I'm doing and make it organized. People, I want people to be able to find what they need and not have to listen to stuff that they don't need at all, especially with Twitter Spaces. Well, yeah, but we can create an SRT file and put the captions onto a video um, that's not particular to the Twitter space that we're viewing right now. Uh, and you can upload it on YouTube or however you want, if you like. All right, Kit, when, uh, when, I, when I make a bunch of money, you're hired. Bands is definitely Bands is hired right away. Tangled is, is, has been hired for like a year. Tangled and Wolfman were two of my earliest, earliest, earliest uh, YouTube videos. And Tangled, I'm surprised you still talk to me because I ruined our first video because my my monitor of my computer kept turning off. And here's the other thing. People don't know this, but um, when I first started doing YouTube videos, the software that I was using, it only allowed the video to be on the person that was making noise. So like if I was talking, the video was on me. If Tangled was talking, the video was on him. But his dog... Um, I can't even really say this on a recorded space. His yeah, dog say was it. Like, say it. His, say it. His dog, while I'm talking, his dog is like licking herself, 
and the 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 <laughs> the, uh, the the video was going on him but he's he's not doc so it just goes on to like whatever his pfp is i'm talking the dog is licking herself and then the video is on him so that that's what happened in that video i learned a lot and it made me upgrade my software within that month tangle why don't you get, grab the mic man i i haven't gotten my dose of tangled in a long time oh you're gonna be closing the space soon so that's fine it was it was an amazing spaces looking at the polygon environment and all of these different artists like this is a really high tier uh, uh you know e- ecosystem and, and like a community right now it's really interesting to hear everyone their different takes on what's sustainable i was really listening to you know everyone talking about businesses like real life businesses and how to roll out uh your own nft collection in this space but i was also really keen to hear about the the platform and you know the fees and the kind of back-end development stuff that's afforded right because i'm obviously a solo artist and i rely on um, a separate dev i rely on um, like commission cuts and then i have to work deals with other people when implementing things in my own collection so it's really interesting to see how everyone approaches but um i was also talking to omniflix and i'm, I'm trying to figure out um how like over the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to figure out how we're doing within the Cosmos ecosystem itself. And I wanted to find some, some tooling or some metrics on, on Mint Scan and Map of Zones. And I just couldn't find the same um, kind of analysis, like daily transactions, monthly transactions. I couldn't find that kind of information for the Cosmos. So um, I don't have too much to say. I don't want to hold up everything, but congratulations to everyone. And also everyone launching Web3 games and, and keep keeping on building like you you inspire me myself as a solo artist to keep pushing as well so keep it up and looking forward to the uh onft uh treasure hunt hey uh what um what data were you looking for exactly because i feel like we could do a whole a whole space is just shooting the shit on on uh on helpful data where it is how to get it and how to use it i think we can we i could just send you a, a dm Joe, and um, I'm sure you'll be able to find a whole bunch of content on that. That would be a great spaces to tune into. No, absolutely, man. I try to like cater at least like 50% of the spaces to the, uh, to the artist and the, uh, the collection creators as well. So whatever's helpful for you guys, if you have an idea, let me know. And then I'll try to organize the spaces at, at a good time for people to join in, no matter what annoying time zone they may be coming from. Hey, do you mind if I, and can you guys hear me? Yes, yes. Of course. Okay. Uh, somebody said my uh, connection was bad before. Um, I wanted to hop in with the data uh, for Stargaze specifically. I, and I'll have to ask the team if I can share this info um, or what info I'm allowed to share. But what this is I not recorded. Bonzi. Oh, this, yeah. This it, space oh, is- yeah. Yeah. You, that's no worries. Um, I, I can speak about this uh, openly, but um, no, I, it's I recorded. Think... Don't let him lie to you. <laughs> um, I I have access to about every data point of trading volume um, by address, collection. I have def charts of floor prices, um, sales over time. It's private right now. It's not available to the public, but. Um, the data on the back end is actually insane. Um, I, like, so when it comes to stargaze anyway, if there's 
anything you need to know. I, I can't promise I can share the info, but I can basically pull anything that you want to know, whether it's high level or if it's pointing down to a specific collection during a specific day for secondary trading volume or primary mint volume. That's all something I can pull up within like two minutes. Go for it. Yeah. So I, I wasn't, I think what I was doing is using a lot of tools across Ethereum and Solana and, and Cardano and, and just the common daily transaction volumes and monthly transaction volumes. I, I just was trying to have a snapshot of where the Cosmos ecosystem was, was around uh, the start of 2022. And, you know, you just do your common um, analysis across the board just to see where everyone's at, where it's trending, how the Cosmos compares to other ecosystems. And I just couldn't find all of that information readily available for the cosmonauts. So it was really curious. I just thought it would be on MinScan and a few other like map of zones, but maybe I'm just not used to it. I haven't enabled the functionality. I'm not sure, but it was just really interesting to see that it was quite difficult to find. Hey, um, hey, um, Tangled, I'll, I'm really sorry. I'll let him chime in, but um, I know that um, the ecosystems that you you brought up, they have really good data websites so we could talk about that on our dms and uh with that I, unfortunately i don't remember the website off the top of my head i i've seen it shared on twitter i almost want to say it's like do, something similar to like deuce x um but there i've seen it on twitter maybe by the osmo team that shows the number of active um addresses per ecosystem in the cosmos and they've charted them out before I've been trying to find that website myself to be able to bookmark it, but um, it off the top of my head, I don't know. Oh, that might be it. Yeah, so it, it, at least a high level is somewhere out there. Um, but yeah, I try looking that up. Uh, just yeah, decentralized index dicks. I'm not being cheeky. Sweet. Okay, awesome. Some <laughs> She said she, she wasn't, said being, she wasn't cheeky, being cheeky, okay? okay? Go ahead, Bossy. Oh, no, that's that's all I had on that topic. All right. Um, um, excuse me? Excuse me? Go for it, Bans. You're, I'm, you're, you've been in charge since the beginning. Go ahead. No, I just, for a while, I want to echo back, but um, Mayor Dante sent me a message, and the message says, tell Joe BTC just hit 21K. He can't end the space. And um, that's fine. That's fine. Who said that? Who said that? The mayor, Mayor Ed. Uh, ma mayor knows. Mayor knows that I'm I'm a Bitcoin maxi deep down, and I just play with these. Uh, I play with these altcoins and NFTs because I'm a gambler. Yeah. So just wanted to let you know, but I am gonna have to probably head on out soon. Like now. like now. No, good. It's it's like uh, what is it like beer fifteen in New York? So uh, we're gonna get going and. Uh, I appreciate everybody who was involved in this space. Some people stuck it out since the beginning. I don't know how you do it, but I appreciate it. And um, if you guys, especially the creators, if you guys have a specific idea for a space, just let me know, because I'm always looking for topics that we could hone in on, whether it be KYC, whether it be collecting data from these data aggregator sites, or it could be just, you know, maybe once a month, we'll just, trash talk a project i don't know what it could be ONFTs. it could be sunnyside reapers 
could be space skelly's potions i don't know we could we could do that just let me know excuse me excuse me <laughs> I bought a bunch of uh, <laughs> I bought some potions the other day, and it was the first time that I used that uh, that multi buy function, whatever they're called. The the the, 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 elixirs? the elixirs. They look like the shots that like the shot girls used yeah, to bring yeah. around at the clubs that I went to, so I had to buy them. And I I um I never used the stargaze like multi buy function tangled up tangled. Me and you are. Uh, I wish me and you lived in the same continent so we could hang out. Because we're definitely we have the same sense of humor. I uh, I, I use that multi buy function on Stargaze. You know, you like raise the gas and you just put through the the uh, the purchase. And in one one click, and I think the button's in the wrong place, so I don't want to be a dick and like DM Shane about it. So maybe one of you guys can that uh, you're on a more friendly basis with him. But yeah, I, I bought a bunch of uh, potions for Skellies. I sold one Skelly and then I bought four potions with the uh, proceeds. I oh, wish so there was able a... to get. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna be coy and just say soundboard button for Dejan, just like the old keyboards was DJ DJ, but instead it's like Dejan, Dejan play, Dejan play. That has to exist. That has to exist. I have a three day weekend. I might go looking for that actually. Well, I'm tired. I was gonna say is uh, with those four elixirs, you'll be able to get a spaceship. So that's cool. I so, just, so just didn't. Is it four or every four? Um. For four, four elixirs equals one spaceship. All right, I have seven, so I should get one more. Yes. Yeah, you gotta get one more. All right, all right. I got that. I, I, Space Skellies was such a great mint. I, I did so well. I got two, and no, I got three. Um, I got three Space Skellies in the top two hundred out of my at my seven mints, and uh, one of them was one of the Matrix suits. Yeah, EJ. It feels good, right? It's like when you open a pack of baseball cards and you get like whatever Ken Griffey or or, or Mark McGuire, whoever. Yeah, Wolfman. I know. Oh I know. my Let's, god, bro! I know. Back. I know, dude. I have. Oh, back, back. Let's see how old, Let's see how old, you, old are. you are. I have an unopened box of Fleer 1991 baseball cards, and I know Ken. Ken I know. Listen, everyone's gonna log out of the space just for me saying that, but it's okay. We're gonna end. We're gonna end it. We're going to end it with some music and we're going to see who was really paying attention. Cause if you're, if you're still in the space in five minutes, I know you were not paying attention the whole time. Hey, I just want to say too, too that there was an alpha league, league by EJ in his space in the earlier about the evil skellies. What, what evil skellies? Wait, in, it's in Discord. That's not even fair. No, I got to join Discord. I got. I, I got that on my twenty twenty three. I think I'm in Space Discord. He hates it. He hates it. No, I, I don't hate it if it's a game or like a DAO thing. I get it. I get it. But for like, you know, you have a project and like you don't really need a Discord. Don't make me join the Discord because I do it anyway, and then I regret it. I'm not making you do anything, but it's probably a good idea to join it, at least to read the announcements. No, I'm in there. 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 Mm -hmm. We're friends in Discord. I'm in the Discord, but I don't utilize it. And she got on me. No, I did not get on anyone. I don't know what you guys are talking about. (laughs) No, you know, when when I'm like an old man and I'm just like sitting in front of the TV or whatever they got, I'm going to be like... Damn, if I only joined Discord back in the 2020s, I would be so much better off right now. And 
that's just how it is. But anyway, you I'm going to end so this more because of the announcements. I got the announcements. I'm in very few discords where they optimize their announcement section. But if Space Galaxy is one of them, I'll bring it right up to the top. I, 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 I put it in my own discord so I get the news feed and I'm done. How about a discord announcements aggregator that just goes right to your fucking Twitter DMs? That would be great. All right. Little Dion to end the night. I'm trying to I'm trying think, to think how, that how that works. Would be using Twitter, Twitter API, API with the developer, developer key, and then you and have to then you have to authorize your Discord, your Discord or Twitter, or Twitter to access, to access it. It. It, it, is it. It is doable. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Take care. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Cosmos Joe hosting the NFT Happy Hour and a chat with One Planet. Polygon is number three in NFT volume. Recorded on Friday, January 13th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IBC enabled. Rolling down the street in my 6 I never had a 6 A kid can wish though. I snapped a wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopey, this a weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I got a missus. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats. Boom, bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Trying to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the present Trying to stake a claim Just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims We're almost kind of running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven time and space while I wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today When the... Sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit, it's all nicks Waking up early, gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die Totally gonna take care of Angela, man. He's he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Two spaces.